Hello everybody and welcome to episode 493 of Conversation Street. You can tell the excitement in my voice as we're recording this because this is super soap week. It's midweek, we're having to do an early episode but um, it's quite cool really because I am very, very excited about what is happening on Coronation Street at the moment. Uh, in case you don't know, I am Michael and I'm here with... Gemma! Gemma! And she is also... You can hear the excitement in her voice as well. We love it. Gemma! <laughs> Isn't this week's Coronation Street bonkers? It is bonkers, yeah. <laughs> it's utterly nuts, but I'm loving it. And I this is it's been so so divisive on the on social media and everything, hasn't it? So I'm really sorry to everybody that's listening that hated it, but um we quite enjoyed it actually and we're going to be gushing more than Weatherfield sewers today about how uh, much how much fun it's been. I can't believe we actually got to see the legendary Weatherfield waterworks. I know the Weatherfield waterworks. After we've been talking about it for years on this show. <laughs> they should have had a little carving on it that said like Rana's or something. Rana was here. <laughs> um, so, so in case you're wondering why on earth this podcast episode has turned up on your feed midweek, well you should have been listening earlier because we did warn you before that we are going away this Friday. Yeah, um, that's right. So, Everyone, would you like our address? Well, we already said. We, nobody knows where we live. Um, we're going away on Friday. We cannot record um, on Friday night, probably. <laughs> so we thought we needed to get this out of the way now. And it's quite cool because we're, we're in a bit of a, uh, a cliffhanger point in the week. So I'm sure there's going to be lots of speculation. Speculation ahead. Yeah, it's so excited. I'm tripping over my words about what's going to be happening on Friday. Spoiler alert. No one has died yet. Nobody has died yet. Uh, as far as we... Can tell. Can tell. I mean, uh, Jenny. Um, yeah, so we, 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 we're we going to get this out now. We are going away with Gemma's parents. We don't think we can record on Friday night. Um, what is it we're staying in? A, a big old house. A big old house that you said it sleeps seven. I don't know. Um, so we might be able to find, you know, an, an annex or a wing somewhere that we can record some Friday night what? reactions. It's just a house. <laughs> I but, didn't um, rent a castle. We don't know. the know. bloody price of it, it might as well have been. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, I, I hope that you're able to listen to this before seeing Friday's episode. Otherwise, it's um, it's not really going to fit. Um, but we'll try to keep it short because it's also quite late on Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah, what are you waffling for? Well, this is the this is the intro to replace the normal intro because we haven't got... We haven't, I don't even know what episodes we're talking about. I'm so unprepared for today's podcast. Don't know what episodes we're talking about. It's this week's episodes. I haven't got a quiz. I haven't got any other um, amusing anecdotes about what's been going on in our lives this week. So <laughs> I think we're just going to crack straight on with street talk and that's going to be about it for the week. I haven't got any news ready. I haven't got any what's feedback ready. Can we get on with it? We are getting on with it. Let's talk about gambling. what happened on Coronation Street this week, Michael. You, so overall, are you starting on Monday? Yeah, no, I'll do Mondays. I'll do Mondays. Um, I'm going to pre preempt it with I am enjoying it. It's not perfect, is it? There's been bits of criticism that we have aimed at it between ourselves as the week has gone on, um, mostly revolving around um, some of the special effects and sound as well. Um, it's a little bit on the silly side, but I think if you've been listening to the podcast long enough that you, you'll realise that I, I don't mind it if it's wrapped up in good soap and drama and characters that I like. Need to give two disclaimers, right? Number one, it's called Horonation Street and it was advertised with an evil clown on a flyer. If you're expecting Shakespeare, you're barking up the wrong tree and also you, you're also probably the sort of person who when Shakespeare was new would have been sitting there going, boo, Macbeth, unrealistic, witches aren't real, rubbish. Oh, don't say that because okay. we criticise Coronation Street a lot. It's supposed to be, I know, but this is exactly what was advertised. 
campy, overblown horror, Halloweeny silliness. It was, but I can I can, can utterly and completely understand the people that didn't like it. I don't I don't you know it's bear fine. any grudges. It's fine. But there are different. Coronation Street has a range, and sometimes it's very silly, and sometimes it's very serious. And if you were expecting it to be very serious, you're definitely not going to have enjoyed this. You would have been wrong-footed because it yeah. was just completely... I mean, neon skeletons and laughing witches. Sinkholes and, opening up here, there and yeah, everywhere. It was overblown. It was, it's, but once you see, the thing is, once you, once you start to realise where you are with it, you got to go. You got to roll with it. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to like it. Our our jaws were dropping multiple occasions, particularly on the uh, the second half of Monday's episode. I think when it all really started to kick off, weren't we? And uh, I think once we realised this is what we're letting ourselves we in for, we we're like, okay, we'll embrace this. Let's go with it. And it's definitely it's definitely different from what I was expecting as well. We're maybe talking about that. So you, you said you had two points to yeah, make. Yeah, I did. Sorry. sorry second, point second point is, um, what is a plot hole? I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, there's a plot hole. Um, no way Dev would have done that or here's another plot hole why why is so and so saying that or doing this or going there or blah 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 a plot hole is not a character doing something stupid or illogical or out of character that's a completely different thing mm. I just wanted to point out what a plot hole is so what? So a plot hole is when something just illogical or something that doesn't make sense mm. uh... people acting out of character you can say perhaps bad writing if you want to level a complaint at it but people being silly and doing stuff that doesn't make sense is just bit people being human well i'm sure I'm and if sure everybody that... acted completely perfectly all the time there would be no tv i'm sure that we could find some plot holes if we looked hard enough i know but, but the, plot, we'll the people that have said the plot holes that i've read they're not plot holes they're just people complaining about stuff that um they think is silly writing yeah well i mean uh, what, what plot hole say? would be if like the gun like we never like she, uh, Abby went to ask Tess for a gun and he said no you can't have one and then she st- she had one out of nowhere <laughs> that's a plot hole where did the gun come from yeah I mean there were some certainly some stretches of imagination uh, and, and there were some things that were left out like, like for example that's Handy Harvey you got a gun at the end for example yeah I mean that's coincidence um, there's there's like uh, bits where we are as viewers not been shown something that has led us to a conclusion that was wrong for example not actually sitting, watching Asha and um, Dev aghast at the car um, when really they should have been able to see Ardy crawling out <laughs> as it blew up. He was just behind it. It's fine. I know, but you think you'd kind of rotate yourself. There are a few bits. I I'm thought, just saying. There are a few bits I thought at the beginning of today's episode where there was a bit of a jump or something, and it's like, oh, something wasn't explained here, like. Um, that the other the other guy that was helping the the Allahans out at the beginning of t- was he the was he a prison guard or was he a passing driver by? I, I think he was um, one of the prison guards, but I don't I don't think they established that particularly well enough. And um, no, there are a few things. Uh, anyway, that's so yeah. I mean, a plot hole is something that's impossible to have happened or doesn't make sense within the internal internal logic of the of the show. And I don't think they've done too bad of a job. Nothing is ever going to be perfect, but plot holes and people being silly, two different things. I, I, and that's a bit of a pet peeve for me as well, because I think people like to use the word plot hole when they mean something different. <laughs> I just thought it was wonderful seeing, for the first time really since, you know, 
for, for, for since before the pandemic, we got a full-on stunty, everybody running into each other and crowded into each other and touching each other and grabbing each other and hugging each other and kissing each other and throttling each other. And there were explosions. There was there was <laughs> some green screen, believe it or not. And it wasn't all actually there. And um, over-the-top, overblown ridiculousness that maybe the 60th should have been and maybe at one point was going to be i i, I don't know i, I just i loved it i miss this so much i could we could rewatch the tram crash because that's like the benchmark against which all other coronation street stunt weeks and big weeks are, are measured right mm. and i wonder how well that would stand up to our scrutiny um now the thing with the, I think the thing with the tram crash week is there was, as far as I remember, one big stunt there, and that was the tram coming off the the rails, crashing into the the corner shop, going up in the air, slamming down on the cabin, and then it was all about how can we rescue people, and you only had no Ashley trying to hold up the roof and everything. But there was one thing that happened in this. There was like, well, there's a car crash over here, and then Corey and Abby are falling down a hole over there, and then Harvey falls down a hole, and then Jenny falls down a hole, and it was just every five minutes, it was almost at times, it was like, oh, what's happening now, and and. Whereas I think the tram crash week, it was maybe a more effective um, culmination and drawing together of lots of long running big stories for the, you know, the 2010. You I had will your, say had that, your, yeah. Your Charlotte Hoyle story with John, you had your, um, your, your Carla and Peter drama, you had your, um, what else was going on? Uh, Fizz, Fizz giving birth. They're, they're, it, it was tied together so nicely. The Molly and Tyrone affair. Um, whereas this, although there were a few story threads that kind of were brought together, like the Jenny and Johnny story um, was <laughs> seems to be coming to a conclusion this week. I don't know, touch wood for Friday. You had you know the Harvey story as well. It it felt like you know it wasn't naturally leading up to this week, but I, I, I'm not going to complain too much about it. But you're right, it definitely would be interesting to be able to put them side by side. And, and see what happens. I'd say that this was probably a more ambitious series of stunts. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it it's fair. Like so, it. so there were, and the other thing about it was that they were there were four directors, weren't there, doing yeah. this? So there must have been four units uh, filming at the same time. So you had like the location stuff with Dev and and uh, Asher and Nadia. Yeah, <laughs> and Kevin whacked on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Then we've got the scenes that were with Corey and um, Abby. Abby down the, the, in down the, in the sewers. Then you had everything above ground. Yeah, around by the brewery. So there must have been a couple of, a couple of um, directors working on the above ground stuff. And mm. then somebody doing... So the, stu- the stuff with Ardy and, and Asher and um, Dev involved a car crash and an explosion. Mm-hmm. Then you had the stuff with Abby and, and Corey, which involved like continuously running water, rubble falling on their heads, electric sparks. And I think, were those all done afterwards? The, the, the they sparks looked like the sparks were added afterwards. Uh, there was a smoke tad. machine. There was, um, I think that was it really. Then you've got the, the stuff above ground, which... I think, you know, there was a bunch of normal sets, people running around in the spooky kind of sets and, um, you but, know, halloween I mean, the, 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 the sets were had... amazing, weren't they? The, the, the haunted house stuff with all the neon and everything. We were, we were commenting when we were watching it on Monday about how well put together they were. 
Then you also had the stuff which were the stunts above ground, which was people falling in sinkholes. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the directors, um, you really must go, if you don't follow him already, George... Oh, I should have learned how to pronounce this surname afterwards. I apologise. Siugas? S-I-O-U-G-A-S? On Instagram. And he's there on uh, on Twitter as well. And he has put on a tonne of behind-the-scenes so he, stuff. Well, who was, he's one of the directors so there were four directors. Week. There was... Suri Krishnanama, mm-hmm. George C. Sugas, Brett Fallis, and Pip Short. I like Pip Short. She's got a nice, <laughs> nice short name compared to some of the others. There. Um, so there are four, like, four, yeah, four directors. I know that Joe Harvey wrote one, and um, uh, Ellen Taylor wrote, wrote another. The second episode. one today, I can't remember about yesterday. No. Um, yeah, if you follow George Sugas on um, Instagram and Twitter, he and has closed. S I O. U-G-A-S. He's got some great behind-the-scenes stuff from... Please follow him. Um, he's not Monday getting a lot of... and Wednesday. Retweets it's... and likes and replies no, he's to his, not. Tweet, his stuff, but... but it, it's got, it shows, it's all like, all the little... Car... Yeah, it really is, like, little cardboard mock-ups yeah. of the of the, the sewer set. Like the... Yeah, how they was... storyboarded that section. Yeah. So I assume he did that, but he also... Didn't he also put the video of... Um, the stunt of Sal falling. In I think there. it was him. Yeah, just uh, just before we started recording this, we watched the stunt, of the, the the filming of Sally Ann Matthews falling through the sinkhole in this massive. The the the, the sets. It was all like it was a green screen all over the place. And it was a trap door dropping from underneath her, falling onto a pile of boxes. She she does her own stunts and everything. Yeah, I know. Good job. <laughs> it's awesome. It was so much fun. And if you're into the behind the scenes stuff on Coronation Street, do go for that because obviously Cory posts some behind the scenes bits on their own official channels. Um, there was one put up on. Monday night that we saw with um, with Tanisha and Jimmy um, and, and Adam I think I can't remember whether he had anything to say about it about the, the car crash no Adam there. Hussein wasn't in it he wasn't it's because... like they were like ooh is he going to be dead it's like well, we know the actor's not dead <laughs> um but uh, yeah, but but if you follow George then there's some really interesting how how you they make the it from the yeah <laughs> how they make it right from the early stages um, yeah keep keep your eyes peeled for that it's it's fab um okay two things let it down this uh, week yeah. just, i'll just say it now no they're fine um the scenes tonight so went wednesday's episode with a few scenes you couldn't hear what people were saying i felt it was more it was abby more mostly abby not. i i don't know i think that as the rain was coming down even on the above ground stuff to be fair there was bits where we were like saying, what What did they just can't say? Really we put the subtitles on for the second half of the second episode, didn't we? I kind of wish we'd done it sooner That's because I think I think we missed quite a bit of dialogue today, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, the second thing I'll say is the rain, very inconsistent. Um, clearly some of the scenes were filmed during the day when it wasn't raining and it was bright sunshine and they just whacked a filter over the top mm. and put a rain effect on the front so nobody's getting rained on. There's only one, there's like one sheet of rain falling in front of your face and nothing mm. else anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, the most egregious think... scene there was Harvey climbing out of the van on Monday's episode because that should have been a really epic moment. But I was watching it and it was just like, that's so bad. It was, it was really green cool. screen behind him. Then you had Will Meller in the, in the middle layer and then a, a layer of rain in front of him and it, it really took me out I'm of it. I'm sorry, but it could have that been was so poor. much... It could have been a really cool, like, mm. wow, this is like an action movie. And, and that's what felt... they wanted. I, I, they, they had great ambition. Yeah, it just felt like, nope. Yeah, I, I, I don't like to it criticise it. Because I'm, I, they, they did a brilliant job on so many levels. Yeah. 
I mean, she, just want to get those complaints out of the way first, like. And it is only a soap budget and everything. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, oh, maybe that. I know, but that money since it I, was. It, the thing, the tr- problem is that the, they wove the story of the storm into the plot. If it had been just for atmospheric purposes, you could have said, "Look, just ditch that. Mm. Just have it not rain in this bit because we can't make it look right." Mm. The problem is we've had somewhat a bit of an Indian summer here in the UK this year, haven't no, we? No, but it uh, has. No, this week has been chucking down. This this week has been, but when this was filmed back in yeah, what um, where are we now? Like late late August, early September, maybe this it was, was filmed. <laughs> it was it was pretty hot was. and sunny. Yeah. So there there was like one particular scene I remember with Nina and Roy on the street, and that was when she yeah. was going, "Oh, Corey's in danger," and it was clearly like blazing sunshine with a bit yeah, of a grey filter good. put over the top of it. It's like oh, I. It doesn't. It doesn't look good, and and other bits of. It was mostly the rain, wasn't it? The 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 layer of rain that was added in parts. Um, that that was a bit of a shame. On the on the flip side, I thought that most of the sinkhole related effects were done pretty well. Um, the bit where we. We will get on to synopsizing it. So I don't know. This is this episode's a bit a bit different to the norm, isn't it? The bit where Abby and Corey first fall through the sinkhole. One, I was not expecting that whatsoever. I was on the edge of my seat already because he had a gun pointed at her face. And then the ground gives way and they both fall through the floor. And like, oh, blimey, what's going on here? We did not expect that. But I thought that was a really well done effect. Same, to be honest, when Harvey and Jenny fall through it was good. I thought some of the stuff when um, Roy was trying to rescue Abby in tonight's episode and there were, it looked like there was some layering of, of... you know, green screens or what have you. It it was a little bit, um, yeah. It looked a little bit green screeny. I didn't but... really, I, honestly. I could let most of it slide, but not the bits mm. where they're trying to film rain and they they say just slap rain on the front of everything. But what can you do? I mean, they had the rain bars, Her didn't they? Because rain. they but they they had rain bars and actually so squirted water a lot of the time. Get rained on. Well, he did some scene. of the time. That's but weird. But he didn't that in that pat- scene. No, that particular moment, he wasn't getting rained no, on it I as far like as it. as far as we could tell. But he got he got his hair wet or yeah, what was little left. Uh, lots of other times during the week. Um, I just want to also say, absolutely loved the cool set inside the beer tent of Horonation Street with all the spooky background and then that room with the, the neon um, lights and stuff. It was so well done. Loved I it. loved it. Absolutely Thought, loved it. I think stuff like that is cool in real life anyway. I know, it's, it's right up your street, isn't it? Yep. And I think all the costumes were kind of were fun. And Americans, this is how you do Halloween, okay? You can be a bunny girl. <laughs> was that what... Um, what was Summer a bunny or something? I can't remember. I she know was that in a costume. El, um, sorry, Amy was corpse bride, wasn't she? She I was. She was like had it had ears on her head, but she also had blood at, coming out of her mouth. Literally, you can dress up whatever you like, but then put blood on your mouth, and you're fine <laughs> for my Halloween party. But otherwise, you're not coming in if you're not spooky. Yeah, no, it was it was cool. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I completely lost we'll track probably, of what I was um, going to say. We'll probably get there when we sorry. get there. So um, anyway, what happened in Coronation Street this, this week? I'll, I'll, this I'll do Monday. I'll, I'll, I'll go through Monday. So it all started with your, your storm of brewing and the spooky music playing, and then Reaper Ryan comes out of the uh, out of the shop, doesn't he? And is like, okay, we're going with this, are we? Fortunately, they didn't use the um, the 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 music or the the background sounds or anything throughout the rest of the week, did they? It all felt very much in. 
universe. In universe there sound was effects no that we're using. Dramatic background music. No, I which you know think. we hate. Although um on the on the other side, Emmerdale, we, we happened to watch today's episode <laughs> of Emmerdale, didn't we? We were having our tea before Corin was like, Oh, it's supposed to be it's a super set week on Emmerdale as well. I hear that's quite good. Somebody's um gone over a waterfall or something, let's watch that. And I I, I was um quite entertained to be honest by what I saw on Emmerdale today and uh, but that did have lots of kind of spooky music and yeah, sound effects and something as like, um ooh. as somebody chases somebody through a cornfield or something so i'm glad they didn't go down that route with cory but to be honest they already had so many layers of sound on coronation street i don't think you'd even able to hear it um we, there, there was a bit of a montage at the start of the episode on monday so you got nina ignoring ignoring calls from asha you got harvey uh, in his cell uh, Asher oh, Asher's going, like, I love oh, you. I still love you, or I don't love you, or let's be friends, or whatever. Yeah, Harvey's pacing around in his cell, and then Debbie is busy organising the final arrangements for the Horror Nation Street show. And I love Debbie this week. Oh, wasn't she amazing? She was, I, I love her so much. She did this was um she she just was in an element getting to be her campy, like, businessy, yeah, like um organizing. You can just do, like self. honestly, Debbie is great because um she could actually be you could lift her straight out of a panto what's that boys and girls you can hear the sound of crumbling underneath my feet well i don't care i've got to get on with coronation street come on boys and girls let's buy a beer (laughs) (laughs) absolutely she was she was fab this is her also loved her hair loved her devil horns horns, brilliant So good, great. Who better to wear devil horns? <laughs> Although the, the bit on today's episode when um, people are shouting, "Got to close the close it all off." There's a sinkhole opening. Everybody get out! And she was like saying, "No." No, it's... she's like, "Oh no, we don't." <laughs> I was like, "Come on, Debbie!" Why like, is nobody and believing she, and then she Ryan? Threatened to sue Ryan, and I'm thinking, I think someone's gonna get sued, and it's not him. No. <laughs> um, anyway. So um, we, we end this little montage with a zoom into the sinkhole, which is a bit odd because we it was David's sinkhole. First time oh, we've seen good. it in that a year. Um, and it had like planks all over it. So I don't know what the issue is, to be honest. Everyone's worried about Lily falling into it, but it's fine. Whack a couple of planks and uh, no worries. But yeah, they kind of zoom into the sinkhole and it was... a. And, and and there's nothing there. It's like, but it of wasn't a zoom. There. It was literally they they <laughs> they moved. They, no, it was a digital zoom, wasn't it? They they made the picture bigger. Yes. Of a blurry it's, hole. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what, what am I supposed to be seeing here? But anyway, um, that was a bit weird. But I suppose it was foreshadowing or something. Oh yeah, know. it was. It would have been fine <laughs> if they'd actually zoomed into the hole, but they didn't. It just kind of blew the picture up. What would you have liked to have seen in there? That was a the clown from it, or uh... yeah, Pennywise getting yeah. can inside. <laughs> Um, so Abby's um, meanwhile in the lounge number 13 she's got a gunny everybody she's got a gun unwrap it show it to the camera everybody remember this Abby has got a gun and she's and- it's the prudent if you want to make she she was on the right along the right lines so it was Nina that screwed up when you have a gun you have to take the blanket off and look at it to make sure it's still there mm. See? Nina didn't do that exactly. later, did she? No, no, no. Um, she, she's got this the devil balloon or a papier mache Darth Maul or something. I don't know what it was. And she's taken a few practice um, aims at its head. Just imagine that that's Corey's brains. It's going to be splattered all over the place. Uh, she's also writing a note to Kevin because it's... Uh, she. I think she knows or she thinks that she's going to be carted off to prison or die trying. So um, whatever this note to Kevin says... Um, we, we. I know what it says. What? Dear Kevin... I love you. There's bread in the freezer. <laughs> to use the washing machine, you must put powder in the drawer. 
I, Turn it on to number seven. I wanted to start. see. I wanted to see Debbie going to Kevin in hospital today, and then he starts his eyes start flickering, and he wakes up. He's like, Debbie, Debbie, make me tea. Debbie, please. Mister <laughs> thinks my throat's been cut. Debbie. <laughs> Um, anyway, Harvey has got a chum in the prison, hasn't he? One of his guards, he's been paid off or whatever. He's let him use his bum phone. And um, he says, I right... I think the guard's got a bum phone. No, no, no. It's it's it's, it's um, Harvey's phone. He gets, the guard gets to use it or whatever. Maybe he gets to play snake so on it. The guard's got his own phone. Anyway, um, he's... Um, he's there. They're plotting an escape. He's like, right. I need to get. Uh, I need to get transported off to the hospital um, so that we can we can have some kind of amazing stunty crash on the way. Um, should we fake an injury? And then he's like, no. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna punch the wall, Daniel Osborne style. Um, so now he he needs to get carted off to hospital. Uh oh. Nina, meanwhile, is watching um, one of Corey's videos on Instagram or whatever it is that they use in Weatherfield. And he's like, hi guys, yeah, I'm all alone at home. I'm going to Germany today. Um, I packed me bags, well, hey. And uh, Nina's like, oh, he's going to get away with it. Um, and she, so she's like getting frustrated about that. Abby is also watching this video back at home. And she's like, aha, you're at home alone, are you, Corey? I'm going to go and pay you a little visit. So she takes Gunny, wraps it up, off she goes. Meanwhile, what are the Allahans up to? Um, they're off on their camping trip, um, which... Uh, it, the, last week it was kind of... It was supposed to be just Dev and Adi. It was supposed to be boys' trip out, wasn't it? And, 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 and actually crashes it. It's supposed to be a camping trip, and she organises shopping. Yes, that's right, that's right. Well, he actually Dev does. Yeah. Um, and... and um, so they get into the car. Nina's still not answering any of Asher's calls, so she's a bit upset about that. Um, Nina then catches up with Abby in the car and says, look, right, I want, I want to help. Are you going to go and shoot Corey, are you? I, I'm in. And Abby says, no, it's the one-woman show. Meanwhile, we got the Platts. we got Shona and uh, Sam and Nick. They're all in the haunted house. They're getting a little sneak preview of it. Kirk's in a in the cursed crypt dressed as a mummy. And yeah, Kirk, was he needed this week? I don't know. Oh, I'll say no more. Um, so they're all having a little look round and then Natasha phones them and she's been avoiding death quite well so far this week haven't we when we started this week um, we, we had our death list so I, I certainly had my list of characters I think were going to peg it by the end of the week and like you said earlier everybody is st- still very much alive and kicking at the moment as far as we know but Natasha I'm still pretty convinced is going to be gone by the end of the week although um, my theories for how they're going to dispatch her have changed as the week's gone on. At first, I thought, well, she's in the car. She's coming up from London. Um, maybe she's going to end up, co- very coincidentally, crashing into the back of uh, Deb's yeah. car. And uh, But we, we've not seen any of that. In fact, Natasha wasn't in it today at all, was she? No. But my current theory is that um, she's going to get mistaken for Leanne because... Um, Le- uh, later on in the episode, um, Leanne gets coerced into dressing up as Morticia Adams by Nick because Natasha has phoned up at this point and said, sorry, I'm stuck in a traffic jam, Sam, I can't come. Um, and Nick says to Leanne later, look, can you can you dress up as Morticia? Well, he says, oh, he had an Adam's family theme planned yeah. and he was, Sam was saying on the phone to Natasha, my costume won't make sense unless you're here. Have we actually seen? Did they did they show us Sam and Nick dressed up? Did we see Pugsley and... Uh... 
I oh. really want to see. It was Nick supposed to be a bold Ben Price with a light bulb in his mouth. Yes, absolutely. I, I didn't see that as far as I know. So, anyway, so I think that Natasha is going to make it on Friday. She's going to get out to Weatherfield. She's going to get don hey her guys. Carla Connor outfit, aka Morticia Adams, and then like it's me, Morticia, and then bang. Harvey, bang. Surely, surely that's going to happen, I, I I reckon. So anyway, Sam's a bit sad at this point because he can't see his mum. Johnny, meanwhile, is telling Carla he's off to Indonesia to be with Kate. Um, and Abby has arrived outside Brent Mansion. She pulls the gun out of her pocket. She's just having a little of it. Look at it. Yeah, there we go. Corey's out putting the bins out. Nice guy. Just helping around the house. Um, I know, and he's off to Germany today. I know, but you've got to put your bins out before know, you go to Germany, is not you? <laughs> um, and then he uh, she puts a gun back in her pocket, uh, ready to go out and pop a cap in his ass. And then the police <gasps> arrive, so she hides the gun again. Oh, hello. Um, Corey's uh, told that there's been a report of an assault at his property. Can we come in and have a look, please? He's, they're like, oh, probably fine, but, you know, can we come and check it out? So Abby is like, foiled again. Uh, meanwhile, we go. We cut, then we cut back to Carla, who is in complete disbelief about her dad jetting off to the other side of the world. Do you really know what you're doing, Dad? Are you sure you don't want to stay for anybody, Jenny? Maybe. And this is kind of the thread that goes through this mini story this week, isn't it? Like, what's the reason for Johnny going? He said last week or the week before that he's very happy for Jenny to see her moving on. He can live with it. Uh, he he's happy if she's happy. But it becomes. Um, very apparent as this week goes on that he he can't stand it he's still very much holding a torch for her so he's getting out of dodge so that he doesn't have to have her flaunting her younger man in his face um for the rest of their lives um Leanne now, she's coming storming around Imran and Toya's house because Rita's told her about what a massive sneak Imran's been and then he's basically has to come clean about this uh, at the, the one night stand with Sabine. They And they have a massive go at him. Toya tells Imran she can't bear to be near him but she's got no choice while Elsie is here. We didn't see any of Elsie this week, did we? She was in her bedroom throwing um, sheets over, over lamps. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, is there still so one I disaster wanna, to come on Friday? I want to contribute. I know I'm new. <laughs> is that, isn't, isn't the Victoria Street going to go up in flames thanks to Elsie? I don't know. Um, but we, we, yeah, we, we, but we barely saw any of Imran and Toya this week, did we? We were worried on the podcast last week that one costumes. of them were going to cough it. But they, they... Mind you, it actually isn't Halloween. No. And what? Everybody keeps mentioning this on Twitter, or they did on Monday. How come it's Halloween and it's not Halloween? Uh, um, Debbie specifically explained why this is taking place two weeks before Halloween. Which is? To drum up um, business so that people come in and they they learn about it. I, I also don't understand this because there are loads of attractions that are open all throughout October that are Halloween themed because of Halloween being at the end of the month. Yeah, I was I, was I don't think it's it. that weird. No, I don't think it's too weird particularly. Anyway, um, we, we, that's, that's what's going on with Imran and Tor. We also, um, we, we, we talk about Harvey a little bit and, um, and uh, Leanne, I think, is told by Toya that she's put the kibosh on the appeal so no need to worry about him getting out anytime soon. Aha. Uh-huh. Cut to Harvey who's put in his van. Uh, the guard has leave, left the door and his little cage open for him um, so that when they have their little accident later he can climb out um, Shawshank Redemption style and kind of roar at the sky in triumph. 
Um, cut back to the Alahans who are in their car. They're having an argument because Asher wants to go home. What with all the rain, and they're saying, "No, we mate, we started now. Let's keep going." Dev what gets... kind of English woman gets put off of going to a fancy hotel because it's raining? I, hmm? I, I believe it, Asher. I would. Dev gets a bit distracted by all this kiddie arguing, hits a branch that's been in, uh, cast into the middle of the road because of this storm, slams on the brakes. Yeah, the storm by this point is really starting to pick up, isn't it? It's, yeah. as, as Monday's episode goes ahead, um, there's, there's lots of rumbles of thunder and, and I really loved all that atmospheric and stuff. Yeah, I and did. It, it I made really me think, it. is this the first storm that they've ever had in Coronation Street? Literally, because we've never seen anything like this, never heard anything like it. And it's the sort of thing that if there was actually thunder in real life when they were filming they'd like be like oh we can't we can't film at the moment let's take the sound out or anything but i i really really loved it for building up the atmosphere and uh, and the tension before the the big dramatic events later in the episode i thought it was great but yeah too much once it started on on today's episode i think anyway abby back home at number 13 she's given up because of the police coming around the brents nina follows her in as well and uh, and abby says well yeah the police have come round. sorry i'm gonna just have to wait for another chance to shoot him and nina says oh well he's off tomorrow never mind you did your best and abby's like oh, hang on a minute what's going on did you call the police you dobbed me in didn't you nina and she's she eventually admits yes she did she wanted to stop her she tries to stop abby going after Corey again and um and abby eventually says oh yes you're right okay um here you have the gun uh i i you, i can't trust myself with it you take it nina and um so she happily Nina's clops like, off she clops off down the street with this wrapped up gun um and I, at the time i was going it is a banana it's a banana isn't it? i said on the podcast last week that's the reason why abby has to keep taking it out of his wrapping to prove that it's not a banana but it was close because when nina gets back to the cafe she finds it as a yellow glue gun she's been tricked I know, it was so close. Mm, I know, so close. Uh, and Corey's there as well, isn't he? he when, when she leaves number 13, he's um, hounding her down the street and then puts on his wolf mask um, before heading out into the, the brewery lane bit of the fair. So um, the Allahans, meanwhile, have been, well, mostly Dev and Argy have been trying to push the car. No good. Um, Tyres are, are popped. And um, then um, they have their stunt. First big stunt of the week. So the guard... Uh, the prison van tra- transporting Harvey to prison is just so happens to be driving down the exact same road where the Allahans have crashed. The guard there that, that's that been paid off by Harvey or whatever wrestles the van driver down and the, and the van kind of crashes over and uh, kind of drives into the side of the Allahans car, knocks a massive chunk out of it, careens off the road onto the side. And then this is when we have Harvey emerging into this terrible CG rain. Um, Abby, meanwhile, turns up at the fun fair. She sees Corey going into the booze tent dressed as the wolf and she dons this awesome Red Riding Hood outfit before heading in. And I loved the theming of this. It was just perfect, wasn't it? I mean, I don't think in the actual story Red Riding Hood does go after the wolf. I think it's the other way around, but never mind that. I'm sure she would have done it if she had the chance. He comes a cropper though, doesn't he? Who does? The wolf. Um... Well, yeah, thanks to the woodcutter. It's not. Who's the woodcutter then? I don't know. I just want to say one thing, right? How did Harvey get to Coronation Street? He, he drove in Kev's van. 
Oh, okay. You saw him getting in there. That's, that's because you put the tweet out. So you put the tweet out saying you should. You missed the chance to run over Kev when he was driving. Oh, that's away, didn't right. They? Yeah, <laughs> you should have. We 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 did our best to watch these episodes this week, but Gemma was on tweet duty, weren't you? I was on note duty, so we we're desperately trying to look up and not catch any of the miss any of the drama that was going on. Monday's episode I watched twice. Like in between the two episodes on Monday, I was like, I go watch that first episode again. That was amazing, um, and I think I watched quite a lot of the second episode as well. I'm not had any time today, but I. Would quite like to watch it again at some point um okay so we've got peter and the rovers trying to reassure carla about johnny he's like he's gonna have a great time in bali don't worry about him but carla's like i need to do something to try and stop johnny making a massive mistake i'm gonna go and tell jenny so she goes over and breaks the news to jenny that her husband ex-husband they're not divorced yet are they is off to the other side of the world and jenny's face falls because um Although she split up with Johnny, they're still friends. She's, they've still got feelings for each other. So and she doesn't want him to go. Um, we get back to Harvey again. He's got Kev's phone, calls his aeroplane mate or whatever it is. He, he's like, yeah, you've got to make sure the, the plane's there, ready for me to go as soon as I get there. But I've just got to take a detour to Coronation Street first to say... To that was a really baffling a addition to this story. Yeah, it's nice to know that he's got a plan and he, he's not just... Um, Broken out. He's not just broken out and, and, and making it up as he goes along. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know whether we necessarily needed, needed that. To, to, I guess because people would be like, oh, it doesn't make sense that Harvey's escaped from prison just to get revenge, blah, blah. Yeah, no, he's, he's got his plane ready to go. But he probably can't fly during the storm, can it? No, he's so probably like, he's look, grounded. I'll tell you what, I'll, I won't waste this time. Yeah. Normally I go around duty free, but... <laughs> um, so Ardy, meanwhile, is uh, is work is waking up and he calls for help. Um, we got then we got Nick. Badger. His legs are trapped. His, his legs are trapped in the car. Yeah, He'll never play football again. No, that's Corey. Uh, Abby said show should have so shot him in the legs when she had the chance today, shouldn't she? Yep. Silly, she's going to reg- regret that. She's going to be in uh, in the prison cells tonight, going, "Oh, damn it! If only I'd done oh, that, and never been able to be a footballer." Um, so Nick is badgering Leanne about putting on this Morticia costume. She's got more important things to worry about. She's run off her feet at the bistro. Corey um, is at, uh, is going through the booze tent, trying to scare off Amy and Summer. They're not impressed. Um, and then Ryan discovers that somebody has nicked the generator from outside, and. Um, all throughout this, during the episode, I was like, this is... I had my theories and I had what I knew about the week before it started. But there was an awful lot already at this point that had um, that took me by surprise. And when this generator goes missing, I was like, what's, what's going on here? It's still a generator. What's what's happening there? Yeah, I remember you saying, like, what if, what's, what, what's, what's that got to do with anything? Yeah. What are they going to do? Blow somebody up or electrocute them or something? I, I said on last week's podcast that I was about a three out of ten spoiled... I think I wasn't a three out of ten spoiled. I think I was about maybe a one and a half to one spoiled about this week because um, there was just shock after shock. I mean, do you, do you want to say? Can we say now what we what we did know going into this week's episode? Because I knew that the sinkhole would be involved, but I didn't know how. I assumed well, that people would fall into it. Obvious that the sinkhole was involved because they kept mentioning the sinkhole. Yeah, yeah, but I I knew for sure that it was going to be involved. Um, and then, but by the time Monday's episode said, I mean, um, and then I, I'd seen a picture of Dev holding Asher in the rain. 
just very briefly, it kind of it flicked up on my timeline and I quickly scrolled away. So I didn't realise, I didn't know what the context was. I, I didn't know there was going to be a car crash at all. That was um, a complete surprise to me. And with the sinkhole as well, I just kind of imagined somebody tripping and falling into the hole in David's back garden. Yeah, I, I did not see no, I did, holes opening up all over the place. I thought somebody's going to fall down the sinkhole and they'll die instantly because there's nothing in the sinkhole except a hole. Uh, yeah, I kind of imagined it as some kind of bottomless pit. Yeah, so <laughs> the fact that people fell into a sinkhole and they're in there going, hello, hello, and like sitting around and having a chat was absolutely <laughs> shocking. It's like a bit of Austin Powers when... Uh... What was his name? The uh, Smithy. No, 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 no. When uh, thingy falls backwards, uh, Doctor Evil presses the button and the chair goes backwards, oh, and the guys yeah. are going, "Help me! I'm, I'm falling down. I'm very badly injured. injured." That was Will Ferrell's character. I can't oh yes, it was, wasn't it? I can't remember what it was called. No, love it. I don't think it's important. Anyway. Ryan thinks somebody's nicked the generator, but it later transpires that it's fallen into a sinkhole because they're popping up all over the place, as as they do. Um, Harvey is getting into Kevin's van and driving off at this point. Ardy tries to wake up Dev, who's coughing, so he's all right. Um, Ardy says he can't feel his leg. Ash is out cold in the back, and Dev says, look, it's all right, Kev's going to be... Oh, gosh, there's... Um, <laughs> that um, Kevin is going to be here soon but oh no I missed out that bit earlier didn't I Kevin has been laid out by um Harvey at this point he turns up Kev, Dev's phoned him up saying come and rescue us <laughs> Harvey comes out whacks Kevin around the back of the head and he's out cold lightweight Pat Feeler he just lies there in, the entire in the time in with him I know um, so yeah, so Dev at this point is under the impression that Kevin is you know, mere minutes away to come and rescue them but no um Corey finds Little Red Riding Hood in this um, secluded area in the haunted house, like a coffin in the middle and everything, and uh, garish neon walls all over the place. And he, he starts chatting her up, and uh, I can't remember what he says, but this is when then she takes down her hood and reveals herself, and she's like, now is the day you pay. Um, Dev is getting out, out of the car. He kind of hobbles along the road, bangs on Asher's door. Nope, no response there. And also uh, Debbie, meanwhile, is stressing out at the bistro. Uh, Ryan says, I know you've got a lot going on at the moment, Debbie, but the generator's down and um, all the electricity's going off. I, 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 can't, I can't play me banging tunes without this. People um, only came here for me banging tunes. And yeah. Debbie's like, you poor idiot. <laughs> we see Carla having a makeup chat with Johnny at the bar. Um, and he says, look, I, oh yeah, he does that nice little reminiscing. I mean, right. He's so got a target on his back, Johnny, hasn't he? Him and Natasha. I mean, Johnny this week, they couldn't have foreshadowed it or laid it on any thicker this week that he is going to be dead by the end of the week, could they, honestly? At least with Natasha, it it could possibly be a surprise if she dies, even though we're predicting it. But Johnny, it was like, hello, everybody, I'm dying. I'm just going to say what a wonderful life I've got ahead of myself planned. Just going to have a little memory lane trip where I, I remember about taking you and Aidan to the fun fair. You got scared of a clown, you big Jesse. Although, uh, 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 Johnny's scared of clowns because we learnt that a couple yeah, of, in we a few did. scenes a couple of years I ago. Projecting. I remember that. I think you're right. I think you're right. And she's like, oh, God, Carly, you're such a strong, beautiful woman. Now yeah, you become. I'm so proud of you. It makes it sound like he's watched her grow up. <laughs> no, I know. Right, I just wanted to say, I've, I've seen people a bit confused about some of the things that happened on, on the street this week. And I just want to clarify, 
the locations where um, we're seeing people drinking and sitting around and where Abby and Corey are, that's the beer tent in Horonation Street, which is around the back of everything, where the brewery it's is. It's where they had the Winter Wonderland. Yeah. Um, was it last year or the year before? So I lost it's not track. the Bistro. Two, two years ago, Michael did it. It's a it? completely different area that's just been set up temporarily for Horonation Street that Debbie's in charge of. Yeah, so if, you, if you're going down Rosamond Street and you've got the, the, the pub on the left and you cross over Coronation Street, then you've got the salon, then you've got streetcars, turn left, you've got the big gate to Nuttall's yeah. Brewery suddenly appeared there about 20 years ago. Through there, there's a big old empty space behind the factory that's where all this is set up at the moment. So that is parallel to the sinkhole in David Platt's garden. Yes. So the sinkhole that appeared that's going to appear in a minute is because of some kind of underground disruption caused by the instability of the sinkhole in David's garden. So the because of the rain, it's undermined the structural integrity of the street because there's already a massive hole there. The water's eroding the, the earth and so holes are opening up all over the place. The first of which was the one that swallowed the generator. And then another one opens up um, that Corey and uh, Abby are down. about to fall down and then another one opens up a bigger hole mm. in the Plattsback Garden so that's what that's what's happening there thank you very much and all of this is completely realistic no whose fault is it what's his, <laughs> what's his name Ray Crosby Ray Crosby's fault which <laughs> makes us think that this was originally going to happen at a different I point re- in time. I, I would love to find out. It really, really feels like this should have happened and it should have been Jeff down that hole last year And the 60th anniversary because um, Ray Crosby dug this sinkhole in David's garden to try to force him to sell the house. That's right, yeah. And then he, he put the house up and, and Gail's bought it. But the sinkhole has still been left there, which doesn't make sense because you probably wouldn't be allowed a sinkhole in your garden, very dangerous, with utilities appearing, because <laughs> there's a bloody great big pipe through the middle of it at one point, mm. when they saw the hole before. Um, but let's just imagine that there's a different law in Manchester to do with <laughs> se- open sewers in your garden. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, how would you even have a ginnel? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where all of this has come from. Yeah. So maybe it's a bit unrealistic that this has taken a, a year for anything to happen with consequences of having a giant sinkhole in your garden but it really probably feels like Blame a COVID. consequence of covid and i think we can suspend our disbelief because of pe- pandemic yeah the the other thing i wanted to mention but with this some as people, well i had some people look... can't that's fine if you if you can't i just wanted to explain the circumstances as we see it not that we know yeah, I had a look at the synopsis for Monday's episode after we watched it on Monday night. And one of the things that was mentioned in there, I think, I think it was there that I read it, was when the um, people are um, getting all the booze off of the trucks for the uh, for the Horonation Street. And they say, oh, as the as the barrels are slammed down onto the ground, you see like... Dirt falling in the hole. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. So that they're kind of also half blaming all the barrels of... Of booze that are being put on the street, I don't know. It's a bit silly, but maybe it was just supposed to show that stuff stuff was happening. Yeah. I think I think it's the the storm has mm. Abby's purring into the microphone. I think it was the storm that contributed a lot of this because 
Um, Leo says that later on 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 Wednesday. Mm. You know, there's chaos all over the all over Manchester. Yeah, I, I do you remember when we were doing a What I Want for the 60th anniversary of Coronation Street, and I said a natural disaster, and you said no, that they wouldn't do that. You See, said a storm. I was I've, like, that's I've ridiculous. I've kind of got it, haven't yeah. I? I've kind of got my wish for the 60th anniversary. It's like they tried a year to spite later. Me. Thank you, Coronation Street. A lot of you've done a lot to kind of test my patience this year, Corrie, but mostly with splitting up the, some lovely couples that I like. But um, I got. Well, I, got I also this. wanted to point out that we did we uploaded where did we upload it the, the Halloween no we haven't uploaded it yet we'll put it up next week oh okay yeah but no, <laughs> no that next week on our YouTube channel we're putting up um, one of the feature discussions from a few years ago where we talked about um, horror horror and Halloween and paranormally things that they've been on Coronation Street over the years I want a week long Halloween themed um, event and yes. here it is we have, we've so it, we've I think it. that you guys can thank us for hating this week of <laughs> ridiculous campy fun so back to Corey <laughs> and Abby and they're kind of having a circle this is why we this is why you say like oh imagine if you're the producer what would you do blah, blah, blah. and I was like nope I don't want to be anywhere near being in charge of anything to do with this TV show because all of our ideas terrible and everyone will hate them Corey and Abby meanwhile are circling around this fake coffin and Corey's making fun of Seb being dead kind of taps the side of the coffin and everything I can't remember but he, uh, he walks off chuckling to himself and Abby's like you have no idea what I'm capable of and she follows him further into the haunted house and there's a little bit of an almost first person view um, as she goes into this this other side room and but then he jumps her which I thought was a great little moment pushes her up against the wall gets, gets right in her face and um then she manages to get loose and she pulls the gun on him uh, and he at first he's like I, I don't care is this what's that saying out of Seb's toy box or something <laughs> and then she shoots a mirror and he's immediately terrified and to see that kind of cocky smirk yeah and instantly wiped off his face again. when he realises his life's on the line Maximus Evans again so good great. so good I mean we, we, and, we yeah, had him and Sal, saying, Sally yeah, Carmen, Sally Carmen. And those two together absolutely <sighs> wonderful well, one of the, my favourite and David Nilsson later in the week yeah of one, of the, one of the best aspects about this week for me is that the main players in it were some of my favourite characters to have to have Abby to have Jenny to have I know. Johnny. Um, oh. Little bit of a and Toyer have been there. Corey, obviously, being the main people this week. It was, it was almost like it was written for me. The Allahans as well. I know. Um, so I can't then, believe it. It's then like, we've got... Yeah, literally, it's like all my favourite characters, which is makes it even more nerve-wracking to watch. I know. I've just it's been... Like, so, someone's going to die here. I really don't want this to go any further, please. It did, it did make me wonder what was going on with the other characters. Like, what were Fizz and Tyrone doing while all this was happening? What was Evelyn doing? What, was, uh, what were the other Baileys doing? Did they not fancy going to Coronation Street? Or were they just in watching a good film or something? I don't know. But I, I'm a little bit surprised, considering that part of this Coronation Street was bringing together a couple of stories for this year. We've had no hint or anything of this Fizz and Tyrone story, which has been another big one for the year, but never mind. So, um, Roy is trying to be uh, phone up Kevin, and thank you, whoever it was that wrote that second episode of Monday, but when Roy's dialogue is, hello, it's Roy, Roy Cropper. <laughs> I was waiting for it, with him on the phone. I said to you before Roy said it, I was like, please have him say it's Roy, Roy Cropper, because that's his kind of unofficial catchphrase that nobody seems to know about. That's how he introduces himself to people. Like, there's only one Roy. It's brilliant. Anyway, no good. Can't get hold of Kevin. Obviously, we know that um, he's unconscious on the ground somewhere. 
Then Ryan and Ronnie discover this big old hole where the generator's supposed to be. And it's not that somebody's stolen the generator, it's just fallen into the bowels of the earth. What is going on here then? They think, oh, there's a manhole cover just falling in on itself? Oh no, it's much worse than this. Not as bad as what's going on for the Allahans at the moment because their car explodes just to add to the drama and stuntiness of it because they've got a, um, a, a camping gas canister there and, um, you know, you can't have a car crash without a big explosion. Harvey, meanwhile, shows up at the bistro with the wrench in hand and this was, as I pointed out on Twitter um, earlier on in the week, the exact same stunt wrench that was used when... Um, Kylie killed Callum. I have held this wrench in my hand. It's very realistic looking. They've got some really good replica spongy uh, foamy uh, tools and stuff, haven't they? In in, in, a, yeah. in a cupboard in the stunt room. But yeah, I have I have clonked it, uh, Charlie DeMello over the head with that. I'll put a picture of that on Twitter as well. Let's this hope week. the week doesn't but, um, end with that happening. For real, I know. Is that foreshadowing? Um, so yeah, he's there. Hello, it's me, Leanne. Uh, I've come to pay you a lesson and pay um, you a lesson. Teach you a lesson. And, um, yeah, uh-oh. Corey, meanwhile, begging for his life with Abby. He's like, I swear I never touched Seb. And Abby's like, oh, you're lying, you're lying, stop lying. It really looks like she's going to shoot him. There's a few moments this week where somebody is about to pull the trigger on somebody else and then something happens. And this something that was happening was the sinkhole opening up and swallowing them whole into the Weatherfield sewers underneath. Oops. And this was like, Gemma and I were like, what? When this happened. <laughs> I literally, I did not know that was going to happen. No. I'm so glad I avoided the spoilers because um, from asking around, it, it seems like, a fair bit of this was spoiled or like in the trailers there was a bit of them underneath the the, the ground and everything and although I m- <sighs> assumed although I said I knew that the sinkhole would be involved I didn't know for sure who would go into the sinkhole and like you said earlier I just assumed that if somebody was going to fall into a sinkhole it'd be well that's it for them then yeah like you, now I, you're I, in a hole I, I was not expecting the cool underground stuff I've got no imaginations saw. as far as holes no concerned, nor have I really. it's a hole's a hole that's it yeah it? exactly every hole's a goal <laughs> Jenny turns up at the drinks tent, uh, starts having a chat with Leo. Johnny's there watching on wistfully. And then Roy comes in and's like, no, nobody else has noticed this, but I just heard a gunshot. He's like, I'm no expert on these things, but I'm pretty sure I had a gun just going off. I don't there. think that people who haven't heard a gunshot, which includes myself, know what they really sound like. Because I've heard lots of people saying, I heard, like, who were witness to crimes again. I, I didn't, I thought I heard a a car backfire or some weird popping noise I didn't know what it, what it, it was a gun yeah I know but I, I, there's been enough people on that street who have heard a gun because um, <laughs> there, there, there's quite been a few quite Listen a few guns gun on the street crime episode mm. for more um, so but he's like yeah I think there's a gun and uh, Nina, and Nina's like yeah Oops. I think it's probably happy because she gave me the gun earlier but it turns out it was just a glue gun so they think uh oh Abby has shot somebody here um, and the episode ends in the sinkhole. Abby and Corey are starting to come round. Guns at Abby's feet. Water's pouring in. Cables are sparking. Great place for a Ooh. cliffhanger at the end of Monday's episode. So, but maybe, maybe before we go into Wednesday's episode, um, thoughts on Mondays, Gemma? Any favourite bits? The only thing I want to say, another criticism, Uh-oh. is that the the underground bit was very setty. Yeah, it really a did feel like like a, a set of a really high end musical, and Abby's gonna be like, 
Okay, I agree that you shouldn't really die, but my <laughs> son is still dead, dead, dead. I thought it was fairly well done. I loved all the water that was being poured on them. Um, um, but it, Is that what sewers look like? Yeah, in my head. It did look a bit like... I was expecting a couple of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just to come cowabungering do want, down the Do you guys want pizza? Plumes. You look cold. <laughs> um, it... It looked like a it looked like um a very elaborate play set, but also it looked a bit like I could be tottering down there in Resident Evil with a with a zombie about to jump out at me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what sewers look like, but I don't know. I d- it, it was a little bit sati. I didn't mind it too much. Um, I I thought that um well the stunt the the car crash stunt that was great. I thought it was nicely done. Again, I've seen people criticising it, saying it's laughable. I thought it was a pretty good Why one. Why was it laughable? I thought that, that having the prison van sliding down the road on its side was nicely done. I thought that the massive chunk that was taken out the back of the, the Alejandro mobile, brilliant. I think it was clear that they really did drive a van into the back of a car. Yeah. And then the car the van fell over. I know. I mean, so that was, what that, else some, do you in a way want? that was one of my favourite bits of the week because it was a proper old school practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The the back of the Alahan's car got completely mashed up. Mm. Um, it's a shame that the lighting was wrong. Yeah, I know. But what what can you do? It's like well, we can't can't say say, well, we can't. Let's just just, let's just do a different story then. Oh yeah, let's wait until it rains. It's just really unfortunate that the weather was so important a part of the plot that they couldn't say. Well, this bit just happens when it's sunny. Mm. Although. We all live in this country. We all know what the weather's like here. One minute it can be sunny and the next minute it rains. Yeah. We've all been in a situation where it's raining cats and dogs and then suddenly the, the, you know, the sun comes out of nowhere and the, you can't see because the, the pavement's blinding you with all the light reflecting off the puddles. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, they could have just wetted the ground and gone, it just stopped raining for five minutes. Deal with it. That's what happens I mean, the, the, in England. The behind the scenes stuff did show them spraying copious amounts of water on the ground, didn't they? But, oh, it well. just was unfortunate it, that it really was. the lighting wasn't um, right. What did you what did you think about Hardig? Because that was that was no, the big worry, this is wasn't the thing. it? He's going to be fine now. I'm sure he's going to be fine because there's a lot of mileage in... Why did you leave me to die, Dad? Yeah. Why am I not the best twin, Dad? I've done nothing. She's the one that's the troublemaker. Why does she get saved and not me? This was supposed to be our holiday. Because Deb, Deb said to, to him, you've got to save together. yourself. I need to go and get your sister. Oh. And I, I kind of, I don't really blame Deb. He, I know, he is, but it was I've a seen, lose-lose situation I've seen a lot him. of people saying, oh, it's logical. Of course he should have um, rescued Asher first. But if you're Ardy, that <laughs> logic doesn't really fly, does it? No. Because he said to him, Dad, if you help me, I'll help you get Asher out. We'll do it together. And, and um, oh, no, it's just so sad. Because I, I... the other thing about it was that Dev and Ash and Ardy have a really great, funny dynamic. And that's going to be gone. It will be for a bit. I can, I, it'll come back. But, but you're the, right, it, they've, they've done it for great, the drama and for the fallout. at a great age for that kind of funny, where he's still, he's, he's kind of in the teenage phase, but he still respects and likes his dad and wants to be like him. Mm. And I think he's not going to want that anymore, is he? No. Now no. his dad's left him to die in a car crash. But I, I, if, I, if, if I was there, if I'd maybe do the same thing, not, not because, you know, Ash is my favourite child, but because she can't, there's no way she can help herself out. She, she still looked alive and there was a chance that Ardy could. It was an well, impossible when you, situation when you triage for him. people, you're supposed to 
ignore the ones that are shouting. Exactly, exactly. But you're not triaging if you're a dad. Mm. I did think it was weird at the beginning of today's episode, of the Wednesday episode, that Ardy just was... Is, is he floor. dead? Oh, no, no, he's not. He's over there. Yeah. Uh, we, we missed a bit where he kind of crawled out or something. I thought, at least we knew, because that was what we were worried about between Monday and today, wasn't it? Like, is Ardy going to die? I, I didn't think that he was. I thought there I re- was a I chance, really didn't think that they would kill off him. He's because, such a um, great character. It would be ridiculous. Everybody loves him. The he's not way, had a big story of his own yet. The only way it would make sense is if Adam, he's saying, was like, well, I have been in the show for like a year I'm going <laughs> I don't mm. know how long he's been in it he's been in it like a, a year and a half now yeah he's not been in it long enough for it to really make sense for him to be like right I'm leaving no. <laughs> I, I wasn't really worried but I, I, I'd i like there to be some kind of surprise twist because if everything I've predicted with the deaths is what happens I'll be like just a little bit disappointed maybe that, that, that there well, wasn't a surprise are we going to recap our predictions at the end yeah, yeah, I guess so. I, I guess think we should so. do. Um, okay, so anything else for Monday? Um, I just thought it was a good start to the week. It pretty was. solid. Yeah, it was all very stand. coincidental, over the top. Yeah. Manager, but uh, I, I did not mind. Halloween-y. Thought, thought it was, honestly, great, great stuff. Um, so Wednesday, what, what happened today, Gemma? Well, underneath the ground... Corey wakes up and he's like, where are we? And Abby says, not Butlins, which, um, great script. Uh, I, I, I would have to say that today's first episode was the weak point of the week for me. Apart from the fact that, you know, aside from the fact that you couldn't hear what the characters were saying half the time, I just, I didn't think the script sparkled quite so much. I thought the, the pace wasn't quite there. It was just a lot of people having a chat with each other and saying... You know, having a go at each other. I can't say because I didn't know what Abby was saying, but it it felt slow the first episode. I was waiting for more action to happen, and we definitely got it in the second episode. But yeah, this this first one here with those two in the in the pit, it it just felt a little bit flat, and I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. A lot of people were predicting, oh, um, he's gonna uh, Corey's gonna get his legs crushed, and he's not gonna be able to mm. be a footballer anymore, which um, would have been cool, but. That's not what happened. No. Um, Abby, uh, Corey gets up and some rubble's falling all over the place. This is where it turns out that he shouldn't have shaved his head because surely <laughs> a bit of hair would have been a buffer. Helpful cushioning, yeah. There's no signal on his phone and Abby's like, well, obviously there's no signal underground, you idiot. He tries to climb out, he can't. And Abby's got her eyes on Gunny, which is right in front of her on the floor. But I yeah, don't think Corey Corey's hasn't noticed. spotted it yet. Meanwhile, Dev is shouting for Ardy, but it turns out he's just my on the son. Floor. He's my son. Just on the floor, having oh, yeah. a nap with Kevin. <laughs> Both of them got sleep up with a over together, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Harvey is bag of posh crisps, just sharing them together. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey is with Leanne in the bistro, and he demands that she give him her phone. And um, she's like trying to act tough, but he's tougher. He's not interested. He leans in and says that under the right circumstances, he would have given her one. I don't know if that is a love session <laughs> or a punch in the face. A phone. You've it, got. A... It felt quite um. Quite erotic. He texts Simon and Le- and Toya, "Come to the bistro now. There's a problem." In like all capitals, in a really. If you'd got that message from me, would you have been like, what? I would have been suspicious, yeah. 
All, all capitals, you don't do that, even, you know, even when you're at your angriest. No. Usually, you just don't blank you. Yeah, you do, or maybe one word. Yep. Ryan fetches Leo, because there's the hole, and the gener- we said the generator's fallen in the hole, but <clears> it has. Um, Jenny goes to speak to Johnny about the move. She looks fabulous, by the way. Jenny looked lovely tonight, didn't Although, she? It's such a lighting... shame she got rained on and dropped into a pit. I know. It's always when you look your best, isn't it? That's when he tries to drop you in a pit. She had it looked like she had a peach turtle neck on, but it was actually pink in the other video that I saw of her stunt. So just gonna say you look great in both colours, Sal. How about that? <laughs> um so she is where where is she? She's she's talking to him. She Johnny, she doesn't uh, like the idea. Why don't you tell me? Yeah, why, why? why don't you tell me you wanted to move? I don't want you to I don't want to drive you out of Weatherfield. We will we still care about each other, don't we? Aw. Nina's trying to stop Roy calling the police on Abby. Meanwhile, Corey and Abby in the hole are still stuck. Her legs are like trapped and she can't move. And he sees her going for Gunny, but he grabs it first. Um, then we get Dev with Ardy. He's still breathing, thank goodness. The guard is there and he's like, who's this other bloke? And uh, Dev's like, I don't know, some guy. <laughs> he asks him what his name is and he doesn't even say. He's like, I called him to help us. He was coming to save us. It's like, was he, was he really was just going to fix your car? Because it wasn't really that that bad until the police van crashed into you. <laughs> um, Leo says, I think that the reason that the sinkhole has fallen in is because it's raining so badly. And it's very odd, honestly, that this hasn't happened before in Manchester. Yeah, considering the amount of rain that has, uh, must have hammered the street over the past 12 months. <laughs> he says to David, I need to get into your garden and I reckon we need to evacuate. And at no point does anybody call the fire brigade to, to organise this. But even if they did, I don't imagine they would have got there because apparently there's traffic, bad traffic and floods everywhere. Mm. So I don't know why they didn't show Backed somebody on the phoning road. the police. I thought the police did turn up in the end. In Some the of the end, official sounding. I think Leo was the one that eventually did it, wasn't they? Abby taunts Corey because he's, he's got the gun and he's just about to pull the trigger when a load of rubble falls on his head. And I just want to point out that this is the only time that rubble fell on anybody's head during any of these things, which was quite lucky for Abby. Mm. He gets knocked to the floor. Then we get Ryan and Kirk very ineffectually trying to get people to move out of the tent. But it doesn't work because Debbie hears them and says, no, 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 it's just a joke, just a joke. Ha, ha, ha. It's part of the act. I didn't like this. This this was one of the, again, the things that this first episode just didn't quite fly with me. The fact that nobody seemed to believe them and they're like, oh, it's just part of the Halloween fun. They, uh, they they clearly looked like there was something serious going on. And then when they didn't believe them, Ryan's just like, oh, well... I've, wa- I've warned you. He didn't like go. No, seriously, I'm going to drag you out. He just gave I know, up. He He's didn't like, give up. never I know. mind. And he carries on DJing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, you know, Nero fiddled. Ryan DJs. Yeah. It would have kind of maybe benefited from a scene before then when somebody tried to play a joke on them and they fell for it, and then they were like, right, I don't want to look stupid. Maybe. It's just, I, I thought that was a bit of a shame. Didn't but I just work. want to point out, it's not completely without the realm of human um, behaviour to, if so, if no one else is moving, you won't. This is true. Mm. Let's just not pretend here. If you're in a group of people and somebody's like, watch out, watch out, and then nobody moves, you're going to just not move because you don't want to look like an idiot or overreact. Yeah. And I've been in situations where... 
I know that you know somebody's saying something. I'm like, well, ignore them because it will be fine in the end. But if but if it's one of your mates that's coming and saying, get out, you're in danger. You you think you might listen to him? But who was it, Kirk yeah. and? It was and... it was Kirk and Ryan. Yeah, but then... with with Amy and Summer. And but they're all... not friends with Ryan or Kirk. They're not mates, mates. But you know they know each other. They're neighbours. But Debbie one big said it's community. a wind up. The person who did it doesn't make sense was Debbie. Mm. Because Debbie had no information to tell her anything different. No, I mean she just prays about her profits, doesn't she? And the She's amount saying, of work and effort Ryan, that's been you're gone being into a dram- this. Drama queen, and he's like, "Yeah, maybe I am." Mm. I'm not. I'm just gonna say, it's this isn't really a plot hole, but this is perhaps not great writing or plotting. Mm. But it also isn't completely without the realm of human. Like, Debbie is a very driven businesswoman who um, is thinking, of course, well, listen, would you really think, yes, there's a possibility that my entire beer tent's going to get swallowed into the ground? (laughs) And you put it like that. I don't think you would. I think you'd be like, of course, this isn't going to happen, Ryan. This is England. People don't fall into pits anymore. (laughs) If she was going to give up, she'd have given up when the rain started picking up, but she was determined to see this night through, wasn't she? Absolutely. And it's ended the first, because it's supposed to be going on all week, isn't it? It wasn't just a yeah, one day event. Exactly. Toya gets this text from Leanne and so does Simon and she's like, Oh, she's a bit of a bit demanding. <laughs> yeah. She have a drink. So they so Simon and uh, Toya just have a drink while Leanne's being uh, tied up. She she tries to escape the old need the toilet trick, but um yeah, it doesn't work. No. He he sort of puts her on the floor and kneels on her back and takes her up. Corey comes to after being knocked to the ground. Abby's got the gun now and he starts begging for his life. And she just says, I just want to hear the truth. I need to know what happened. I need to, you to admit what you yeah. did. Did you kill Seb? I know, yeah. I know you killed Seb. Yeah, admit it. Say it, yeah. Paramedic arrives at the scene of the, the Allahan crash and Adi is still out cold. Kevin's wrapped in foil and he is being baked in the oven at 180 degrees. <laughs> As per uh, Abby's instructions in, yeah. in the letter early on Monday's episode. Debbie gets a phone call saying that Kevin's been in an accident. She's very shaken and sort of leaves immediately. Well, no, she, the... she, has, she has a sip. She has a panic attack, doesn't she? I don't that was weird. That's not, and Toya... it's not weird, it's humans. No, no, it, it's, it's not, not, not weird that it happened, mate, but weird that they made it happen for Debbie because it seems a little bit, it didn't drive the plot particularly forward, apart from it gave Toya something to do. She's like, I know how to deal with people who have a panic attack. Get yeah, a sit brown down bag. We need a brown bag. Breathe into the brown bag. Yeah, it's, it's nice that she cares that much about her, her dear brother Kevin. But... I think it showed, you know, Debbie might very well be a hard-faced businesswoman, but she's not prepared for a, a, an emotional crisis to happen. I just kind of thought we could have seen that with her dashing off from the, at the hospital. I, I just know. kind of thought it was good because we don't very often get a range of reactions. The actors and the, and the scriptwriters are pretty good at a very bog standard response, but when it comes to people going slightly off piste, which is what people do, and having a bit of a weird reaction to something, they don't very often go there. Mm. So I thought this was good. Okay. So she's, yeah, she's just having a panic attack in the corner and uh, Toya's gone into counsellor mode. Um, And Roy is there and he wants to know where Abby is and he brings up the gun, I think. No, he he, he doesn't. He's like, where's Abby and Corey? He definitely mentions there's a gun in front of people at at some point, stitching her right up. And then Kirk says, he went into the House of Horrors, so in goes Roy 
saying Corey may be in grave danger. This is definitely this is definitely when he brings the gun up. Okay, and again that that was that was a bit melodramatic that night. I love this bit. No, but this is I think this is paving the way for a later story when we get to what the aftermath of Abby versus Corey in Underground is going to be. Okay. Imran gets a call from Sadine. She's like, "Hi, Imran. Um, listen, if Harvey turns up, it's because he's escaped from prison, and if he's really mad with Toya, it's probably my fault because <laughs> I sort of said that he." She kind of stitched him up and everything. So, um, yeah, the, the, this, there's an escape criminal on the loose and he wants to murder your girlfriend. Anyway, have a good evening. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Imran paints too and he's like, Harvey's escaped and he's looking for blood and revenge. Harvey, meanwhile, speak of the devil, is in the bistro. He's getting very frustrated by the fact that Toya and Simon haven't turned up. And he has like, Oh, they're, they're too smart for you. They've probably called the police. Little does she know that they're both just there getting quietly sozzled in the beer tent. Um, he, he, he tapes her mouth up, but then he goes to look out the window and she runs away. <laughs> We've missed this. We did. We, I, I think I was taking notes and you were tweeting, tweeting. And then all we, all we saw was Harvey dashing out into the kitchen of the like, beast. What's he doing? Where's, Where's he going? He off to? Turns out she's garbage. Abby tells Corey, if you tell me the truth, I won't shoot you. About he, Seb. Yeah, and he said, yep, all right then. I did kill him. He's crying. He's saying it was an accident. He didn't mean to. I just wanted to teach him and Nina a lesson. He starts begging for his life, saying, I'll give you money. Did you did you believe his... Um... The, the you know, sincerity of his, his confession yeah. and his um, it, it felt quite real to me because he is just a kid at I the end of the day. He He's not evil him. in inverted commas. It, it was something that went too far, and now he's got this gun pointed at his face. There's, it, it's he's, not to make excuses the truth is coming out. or to make it sound like you know it's a fine thing to do, but there's certainly a difference between premeditated. This is why the law distinguishes between the two. There's a difference between premeditated murder cold-blooded, planned and executed murder versus I'm going to have, I'm going to kick someone or fight somebody or hurt somebody and go beyond the love, you know, and it's not, obviously it's not acceptable to do anything to anybody, but... It involves kicking them in the head repeatedly at least. Don't do anything to anybody ever. I thought that Sally Carmen's performance here was just brilliant because she absolutely loses it, doesn't she? She just goes utterly insane and she's ranting and raving well, he and says, crying I'll give you and money. sobbing. And, and, and... She's like, no, uh, you enjoyed it. You, it wasn't an accident. You only regret it because you're in the situation, etc., etc. Absolutely fantastic. Leanne's running around. This was really spooky and I felt thought that this kind of got lost in everything else but this was really really great this was quite iconic um the Anne is running around this haunted spook fest with a long black wig on dressed as morticia with black tape around her mouth and every time anybody sees her they're like cool costume and then they run away and it's like she's she can't ha- ask for help she's hiding she looks like an exhibit she in looks the zoo. like you know I, I said that she looked a bit carla connorish didn't she and if you there's a there's a gif and i think it's from the factory siege oh, of yes. carla with tape over her mouth yeah. isn't there there's like loads of versions of it she was dressed as the carla gif yeah basically. she was <laughs> i'm going as the carla gif following <laughs> um yeah so she can't get anybody to help her because she can't speak 
what a nightmare. I'm sure people there are people watching this have literally had nightmares exactly Only like this. Maybe she'd gone to those BSL lessons with Gemma. She'd been absolutely she fine. Her hands are taped. Oh, yeah. That's true, oh, well. see? Even Gemma couldn't have got out of that situation. <laughs> Meanwhile, Abby's still ranting. He's crying. Corey's crying. I'm sorry, I swear. I didn't mean to. She is just about to pull the trigger when along comes interrupting Roy. Hello, it's me. It's Roy. Roy, Roy Cropper. <laughs> Hayley can't come. She's dead. <laughs> That's a reference to a uh, <laughs> to, to whose wedding? Oh, I was like, when were we watching on the um... uh, Peter and Pe- Shelley? Oh, yeah, Peter and Shelley's wedding. Where, where Roy's we... walking around going, Hayley can't make it. She's attending to a sick relative. <laughs> so that doesn't joke doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Um, he says to her, put the gun down. And then he gives her the speech. You're not like him. You're not a killer. This isn't what Seb would have wanted. She lowers the gun. She collapses to the floor. She starts crying. Roy helps Corey out with his anorak of... What? What? Anorak of... Helpfulness. (laughs) I think that they should have got his, uh, his bag on him with the key on the string and just... Lowered his bag down and you yeah, and just yeah reeled him back up. Yeah. And what what you got a key on a string for if you can't use it to rescue somebody from a what sinkhole? The point I don't of know indeed. what's the point. Um, Abby doesn't respond to his cries. She's for her just to completely come. out of she's it, isn't she? Lost she's lost her mind. Mm, yeah, she's oh, I love devastated. That. I love that she's crying. So what's the point? She this is this is what I feel like when I buy shoes and they're uncomfortable and I've wanted these shoes for ages and all I've been focused on is buying these shoes. They look fantastic. They're really expensive, which means they're great and and <laughs> better than other shoes that are cheaper. Buy the shoes, put them on. They don't fit properly or they're uncomfortable. And then I just cry on the floor like I've built up to this for so long and now it's been snatched away from me. I thought this is what I wanted, but it turns out it's not the right thing for me after all. So I completely understood. And perhaps that's what Sally Carmen was imagining as she lay You've got there. to get your motivation from somewhere, haven't exactly. you? That's what, you, that's what I'm going to take for <laughs> you. Jimmy Choo's. <laughs> the heel is too high. I thought I could go I with I need to ask her. We need to get her back on the podcast again and ask her what, what she thinks of when she squeezes those tears you out. You probably don't want to know. It's probably something horrible and tragic. Oh. Only I am this shy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's upset and she's crying. Meanwhile, Harvey's stalking Leanne around the fair. There's quite a few scenes of her sort of standing against the wall um, as he's in the background and she's in the foreground. I thought it was going to be a bit, uh, a bit like Scooby Doo, where like the baddie walks past and she she stands next to a row of witches or something and pretending to be a statue, and he her. just walks straight past her and then and then she then she lets her breathe and then uh, and goes. But no, we didn't she's get also that. very damp. She too, she is as well. And cold. It's just so rainy. Um, Simon and Toya arrive, but I don't know why she didn't take the wig off. She's gone. Leo is checking around David's hole. Looks dodgy. <laughs> and he's like, everybody needs to leave. David, go and tell everybody in the tents to get out. I asked Ryan and Kirk to do that earlier, but uh, people are still there. <sighs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then Roy rescues Abby at last, doesn't she? Well, he he basically says, uh, she's saying, what's the point? Nothing's going to bring Seb back. Corey's going to walk free. And he tells her that Kevin's has an accident and she kind of suddenly starts to pay attention to him. But it's not until he sort of says, oh, well, fine, just die in a hole then. Who oh, gives yeah. a crap? Oh, yeah, he starts um, trying to use reverse psychology or it something works. on her, doesn't he? Yeah. It's like, you're being so selfish. Yeah, you're being selfish. Um, 
you need you're to be a good mother to, to Jack. She says, I'm not fit to be a mother. And he's, and I failed every child in my care, every single one. And he says, justice for Seb is going to be pulling yourself together, being a good mother to that little boy and supporting Kevin. Don't ruin your life with your untimely demise. And um, she goes to reach for his coat and then she gets blasted by the torrent of water and knocked down. I, I didn't see the point of that. Because well, then she gets back the up again. The next scene that she's fine, she just gets out of the water and then gets then gets yeah. lifted out. I, I thought that um I thought that she was going to get blasted downstream and then we'd be catching her later up. No, yeah. later in the episode, or she'd be the one that was maybe washed she just out lived in, down there into further. the sewer. But no, that that seemed a bit of a pointless little. Uh, Meanwhile, in the hospital, Ardy is stable, but he's not conscious yet. So they want Dev to go and get stuff for him, but he won't because he wants to stay by his side. Then Debbie, Debbie turns up. Um, David and Ronnie try to get people to leave, but they're not really listening. And then Ronnie does a big, like, get out, you idiots! And everyone pays attention to him because he's a bit more... Uh, a bit more commanding. He's got a bit more gravitas than, uh... than David does. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny comes into the Platt Garden looking for Leo because she knows that she's heard um, Ronnie saying that there's a bloody great big hole in the ground and she... One, she knows that Leo's supposed to be fixing it. He's a bloody it. great big hole expert. Yeah, he is. He's a civil engineer, apparently. <laughs> Leanne stumbles into Harvey at the giant clown's mouth and she tries to run. Um, <laughs> there's a bit where the clown's mouth falls down and it reminds me, is it Charlie Chaplin who had that oh, really house, great yeah, the side thing of the house where he fall. did the stunt himself where the entire side of the house falls and he happens to be standing right where the window is yeah. and, and he did that himself. Um, it was kind of a bit like that. I don't know. Mm. I wasn't, I didn't think that anyone was in trouble um, about the giant clown's mouth falling on them. He says it's his lucky day, but then just as he's about to hit Leanne with a wrench, the floor opens up underneath him and he falls down. Now, th- this at this point, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's lost its... Um... The effect that when when Abby and Corey fell in, it's like wow, that came out of nowhere. That was amazing. What a brilliant, brilliant twist. I, okay. But when it was Harvey, I was like, seriously, they're going to do this again, and they're having another person just falling into a pit at the exact moment that they're about to attack somebody. I, I don't know. I thought that was a bit cheap. And then when it happens to Jenny again later, I was like, oh, seriously, I, I, I'm very, very conflicted because. I mean, like I said earlier, I've kind of... I have suspended a lot of my disbelief this week and just going along for the ride. But, yeah, that that particular moment, I thought it was just a little bit too convenient. Did did it bother you? It made me laugh a little bit, but I think... um, That's the thing, it made me laugh. When Abby and Corey fell into the pit, it didn't make me laugh. But this one, it was like, oh, here we go again. The thing is, though, laughing is kind of... A, a thing that people do when something unexpected happens normally. Mm, yeah, okay, maybe, but no, I, 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 I'm, I, the, I don't where, where it's led think, at the end, yeah, fine, but I don't think it really matters. If you enjoyed yourself, mm. you enjoyed yourself, and let's face it, the people that hated it probably hate watched it and got something out of hate watching <laughs> it. Let's not pretend that it's not sometimes. I think a lot of people had fun satisfying. ragging on Cory on yeah. Twitter this week. It's like picking a scab. It's like you can't stop doing it. And it doesn't feel quite exactly nice, but it's still addictive in like a really dark way. Yeah. So I'm sure that the people that hated it thought that this was one of the low points when he just <laughs> disappears out of nowhere. 
Just for good measure, Jenny also falls down a hole right before she says, I'm not going to fall in the hole, I can see where it is. Yeah, because it kind of, it spreads, doesn't it? Shane is there going, oh my god, Jenny's fallen down the hole. Um, Simon and Toya catch up with Leanne. They sort of usher her away. He tells... Uh, she tells... She, she tells, tells them Harvey fell down yeah. a massive hole. And they're, they're like, that's just typical of what's happening around the, the place. Um, Leo and Platts get to the hole in the garden. Looks very, very deep and um, sinister. A lot more so than the one that Abby and Corey fell in, which was, you know... Out of ten foot deep, maybe. This looks like, uh, a and you could see pit. you could see the ground. This just looked like it could go on forever. Yeah. So Jenny's had a bit of a fall there. I, I don't know how anybody would survive that. I'm not in the slightest bit worried for Jenny's safety. I have to say, I I think that she's going to be right as rain. Maybe a little hospital trip, possibly, but I do not believe that Jenny Bradley is going to be uh, going to be I going out of this in a coffin. Right. I, I really hope you're right. I know that Sally Ann Matthews has been doing the interviews and everything. I know, well, that's recently. what you do when you're She was on leaving. BBC Breakfast today. She was, on a, she was on another podcast the other week, well, wasn't she? Well, um, I think she's going to be absolutely fine, but it's, uh, it's Johnny's going to peg it, come to rescue her, isn't he? Yeah, so anyway, uh, this, this is talking to Johnny, he goes to Carla next, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, and he's like, why did you tell Jenny I'm leaving? I want to go with dignity and I, I'm struggling now because she's with Leo and it's painful. Anyway, where is she? I'm sure she's fine. Amy and Summer says that, she, oh, she left before we did. It's Don't worry about it. Then he come, Johnny goes out into the street to a panicked Leo who's on the phone going, oh, I'm a civil engineer and a, an expert in massive holes and there's one on Weatherfield in, on Coronation Street. And then someone else says, or oh, someone's fallen in a hole. And then Leo says, yes, it was Jenny. Oh, no. Then Corey, just like Sabine, grasses someone up and ruins the story. The police come along and said, Abby, have you been waving a gun at someone's face and threatening to kill them? And she's like, I cannot, I cannot deny <laughs> or acknowledge that that has happened. <laughs> she's upset because she only got out the hole because Kevin's had an accident. But now she's got to go down the police station to answer some questions. I've had an accident. You need to wash. You need to wash me pants. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just turn them inside out. <laughs> um, poor old Abby now has to go to the police station to answer for her crimes. Well, so does Corey as yeah, well. The police no, officer's like, I just need to speak to you both to find <laughs> out what happened. Like, he said you had a gun. So I don't know who's lying and who isn't. So you both better come to the police station. But anyway, speaking of a gun, where is it? And at this point when we were watching, I was like, yeah, where is the gun? I'd completely forgotten that the uh, the gun had gone AWOL at this point. But we do find it, don't we? Roy was being a git because he told Nina off for not telling him that Abby had a gun and wanted to kill Corey Mm. before now. It's not Nina's fault. No. She tried to stop her. And she got tricked with a glue gun. <laughs> it's not her fault that she got carried away and started gluing pumpkins to things. <laughs> I suppose I suppose this thing with the, the, the gun being washed downstream was um, what they might say was the reason for Abby being blasted in the face with water because she gets, you know, knocked into the stream and pulls herself yeah, out. True. But I that's guess that's when, when the, the gun, gun gets yeah, knocked away. And also maybe maybe the fingerprints get washed off. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, Johnny goes to the hole and says, I'm going to rescue Jenny. And they're like, no, you're crazy. But he starts going down anyway. And Jenna says, oh, go, I'm young and fit and you're just an old fart. <laughs> and he says, uh, excuse me. Fart in a shell suit. 
<laughs> Which was the line that Harvey apparently said to Leanna earlier today, but I completely missed that because I couldn't hear what they were saying after time. I love Jenny, I'm going. So he par- she passes him the torch, says, be careful in the giant hole, and he descends into the darkness to save his one true love. If only they just stopped shagging around oh, on each other. Gosh, they wouldn't that was have so to go tragic. in the hole after I'm really, he's, he's totally dead, he's isn't toast. he? But I'm glad that he's gone out a hero. Well, we I, don't know. He, he has, hasn't he? Well. Um, I thought that was a brilliant scene. And when he was saying, I, I love her, I was going, oh gosh, Why? you're breaking my heart, you Johnny. I, 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 I'm glad that they've, you know, they've not ended it. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they've had an amicable parting. But um, hang it, on a minute, they're not. He's not dead he's yet. He's not, but he's going to, isn't he? Listen, I, I think that's a real heroic way to go out. And and if and if Johnny has to leave the show, then um, this what what a great exit for him, honestly. Leanne is in the ambulance, and David comes and says somebody fell down a hole, but they're still alive or something. And Leanne's freaking out, going, "God, I hope that Harvey's dead. I really hope he's dead." Then we cut to Harvey. He's having a nap in Weatherfield Waterworks. He's been washed out of the sewer and he's landed in a big <laughs> hole really? thing, sewer thing, and there's a gun there. And he's like, this is great. Just, I wanted one of them. I wanted a gun to kill Toya. Yeah. Who's completely unconcerned about all of this. No, Toy- Toya's uh, main worry at the moment is keeping her hair dry underneath that brolly, isn't it? Yeah, she's, she's and she's I also like the fact that like Sabine literally, specifically phoned Imran and went, Harvey is on the loose and he wants to kill Toya. And then Leanne ends up in the in the ambulance and Toya's there going, oh yeah, Harvey's after Leanne and Simon. Like, no, <laughs> he wants to kill you. I hope there is some peril for Toya on Friday because um, I was saying I was last week on the podcast, I was really happy that it was um, it was Toya and Imran that have kind of been the catalyst for this week's big event. But, but it felt like they've not really been they've in it been much, there, have going, they? God, they've oh had God. a couple of scenes between I'm them. I thought it'd dramatic. be all about them this week, but uh, at least they're hopefully safe. I, I, I don't think now that Imran and... Uh, um, Toya are in, in any particular danger. It, it feels like, I mean, prediction-wise, like I said, uh, Natasha's going to turn up, isn't she? Natasha's I, I think gonna, Natasha's going to turn up, dressed as Morticia. Harvey's going to come her, and shoot her. Toya, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and oh well, Sam, at least you got Nick. Now you can stay on the street, and you don't have to keep going back and forth We'd to have London. That needs, yeah. What's going to happen with the salon there? I don't know. As long as they don't call it Natasha. Sam's going to buy it. What do you think? We were wondering at the end of the episode whether Jenny's going to just wash up on top of Harvey. It'd be like like one of these, like a, a, a water flume at a, um, a swimming bath where there's a bit of a blockage at one yeah. end and they all end up piling on top of each I other. I don't know where this is. This this outlet here with the sewers coming out into the, some kind of... Yeah, just weatherfield sewers. Yeah, but where is that? And I so It's off Tile Street. Um, we've already had the Victorian sewer bit where Abby and Corey have been. Mm. I don't think that's where Jenny's ended up because it's in a completely different part. So, so she's not going to fall in that bit. Mm. Obviously, Jenny and Johnny are going to be walking around the sewers going, who are you? I just wonder whether they're all going to wash out into this same bit where Harvey is now. And that's where we're going to pick up with, with Johnny and Jenny. Or if they've built another set that we haven't seen yet, which is a further part of the sewer. And how much yeah, of that can they really be walking up and down in? Yeah. I, I, is that, I, or is I'm, it just going to be Jenny wakes up in the dark? 
Yeah, I don't know. That that's I was really hoping that we would see where they were gonna end up because I don't want them to reuse the same bit of sewer and there's no reason to think they should as well because the bit of sewer that Corey and Abby were in was n- not the same place that Jenny must have ended no, up it's in. Not. And it so, also doesn't look like the sort of place that you could wash into because it had all of the bits that came into it were higher yeah. and water came down from them. Yeah. So if you if you came out of one of those holes you fall down yeah. Hurt yourself. So I, I, I mean, did you just unlike falling in? Do you think that Johnny's gonna get shot by Harvey, or is he gonna just have a bit of an upsy daisy and and fall off his perch and uh, you know, plummet down into whatever? And Jenny's there grabbing onto a club of a clump of dirt or something, and well, and then she has to be hoisted out. I don't know. The thing is, we're pretty sure that Harvey's gonna get back to the street. Yeah. To kill Natasha. Absolutely. And does that happen on screen? Do we sort of see... Do we think that it's Leanne and then we find out it's Natasha? No. Or do we know all along? Or I think we're going to know. I think do we it's just find be... the body? I don't know. No, I, I think... So, so does that mean that... The thing is, I can't imagine they've got the budget to build enough of a set to have Johnny and Jenny looking for each other. No. Like walking and walking and holding a light up and there's some water it's not she's not here well, the amount of the, the, the jenny's gonna be fairly you know in a bad way because she dropped feet first she's so i don't think she's Maybe gonna be she's doing like a whole a lot of water she landed on her feet <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know I, I i can't quite piece together exactly how it's gonna happen but yeah she's gonna be fine johnny's toast natasha's toast Probably Harvey as well. What do you think about yeah. Corey now? Because I started the week thinking it's quite likely that Corey's going to end up a goner, but I think he's probably all right now. I want to say another thing. There was a scene where somebody was wearing a ghost costume and they were walking oh, along. Oh, yeah, there was, wasn't there? And I don't know who that was or what the significance of that was. Or whether no, it was that felt like it was more important nothing. than it maybe ended up being. But we definitely got a shot of somebody walking purposefully along hmm. who I hadn't seen before, unless it's another minion of Harvey's. But I don't, I don't think we know anybody. There was also that scene on um, Monday, wasn't there, where uh, Abby's following what well, she thinks oh, is yeah. Corey and pulls the wolf hat off and it's actually Danny going, oh, I'm in this episode. What's your problem? <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I agree with you. I think Corey's going to make it through this week. Which is nice if he ends up going to prison for it. I know, but... I think I... he's still not, not going to confess now, is he? Were you expecting yeah. a confession from Corey to Abby? No, I wasn't. I was really shocked when he said, oh, yeah, all right, I admit it. Now this is going to be even more excruciating for Abby because she's going to be in trouble for holding the gun on his, in his face. And let's face it, if she wants them to believe her, that he confessed to her that he killed Seb, she's going to have to tell them that she had a gun on him to instigate him saying that. Otherwise, then they're he can be... just say, the only reason I said it was because no, it's what well, she wanted say, to hear. I never said that, but she still had the gun on me. Mm. And then by that point, if she's admitted she had a gun on him, all bets are off. She's going to be the one in trouble and he's not. I can't remember how much Roy overheard, if, if anything, of it. Roy definitely saw they had a gun because he moaned at Nina about this and said, I'm a witness. That's one of the things he definitely said. Mm. And he also definitely said, within earshot of other people, that Abby had a gun. So there's no way out of this for her. 
Yeah. Or he mentioned a gun and Abby in the same sentence. So it would be obvious for you to work out. It's a bit of a strange coincidence that yeah. Corey's accusing an innocent woman of something that somebody else said that they also did, she also did. Are we are we assuming that Abby is safe now, as in not on the death list? Because Abby's she was certainly die. there. She was certainly there at one point for me. Not not this Here's week, but a question. few weeks ago. I thought they better not be killing our Sally Carmen here. Do you think that it's possible that either Kevin or Ardy die in hospital? Nah. They're, they're, Kevin's a lifer. I'd like to give Kevin uh, the boot, but I'm I'm afraid he's safe. He he's safe because um, he's he's gonna be given. He needs we really need him for Abby. Yeah, yeah. Not that I really honestly think she does need another character because she's very intertwined with Nina and Roy now. She doesn't necessarily need. Well, Kevin's Kevin. got to find out about Abby and Imran's one night stand, which has not oh, really been mentioned true. this week, has it? Yeah, that's true. We need him alive because he's gonna have to. Yeah. Care about that. That's yeah, true. So he's he's fine. Um, are we gonna have a death are we gonna have a, a hospital bed wedding for Abby and Kevin? Maybe. I don't they didn't seem too bad really. He just, just got clonked on the head. Just lying on the floor. Yeah, he'll be alright. Um But no, I don't I don't I don't think Abby's gonna be uh, Ardy's gonna be dead. It, I don't it, think Ardy or Kevin are no, gonna die. I I don't think I'd, I I'd like there to be a surprise people. twist because we we knew all along that Jenny was going to be involved in this week. That was one of the other spoilers, if you want to call it that, for this week, that, that Jenny would be somehow entwined in it all. But I couldn't quite put my finger on how. Obviously, she's going out with Leo, the whole man, and, and Johnny engineer, is, is going to be leaving. But I, I couldn't... I, I wasn't sure how exactly she was caught up in the drama or why on earth they were getting Sally Ann Matthews on all these chat shows to talk about it. Uh, but now it all makes sense. And I think that's really, really cool. That Hopefully it's going to be quite a Jenny heavy episode on, on um, Friday. Friday because today was all about Abby and Corey. They don't need to show much Abby and Corey. And I will be a bit annoyed if a good chunk of Friday's episode is just taken up in the interview room with Abby explaining what happened that we already saw. I absolutely don't need that. That can stay until next week, quite frankly. Keep up this high-octane action that we've been getting on Monday and uh, Wednesday and Friday. And the the whole week, to me, could be um, one of my favourite weeks since we started the podcast, quite frankly. I reckon... This is my predictions. I reckon... um, Harvey... 95% 95% likely to die. Yeah, they'll, they'll kill Natasha, him off. Natasha, 90%. Mm. I reckon Johnny is probably 98%. Oh, God, I love Johnny so much. And then I'm going to give Jenny a 10%. That would be a curveball. That I would, would be not an absolute... appreciate this if that's happened. No. And then moving on to... Um, but in a way, to... is it going to be a good to have a curveball? Because I don't want... I want there to be someone that yeah, I'm not expecting. But then, one of the best bits about this week has been the unexpected for me. And if Friday's but like, yeah, I sort of the thing is, we're the sort happen. of fans that are going to talk ourselves into something that might, you know, make it more predictable because we talked about it from a different angle. Yeah. And this is the trouble with television now and people discussing stuff. This is what ruined Lost, basically. Mm. Um, now. How would Johnny and Jenny... See, this is... I can imagine a tragic Lannister ending for Johnny and Jenny as they get crushed by rubble. I, I, I hope what that they have... Jenny stuck with her foot in a grate going, oh, 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 no, I'm going to die. And then Johnny comes along going, I'll save you, love. And then he tries to pull her ankle out and she's like going, 
Johnny, leave me, please. Save yourself. And he'll say, there's no point in living without you. Jen, you know I'm that. hoping for and some really sweet dialogue suddenly, between them before he cops there's on a, Friday. There's a horrible rumbling noise and then a load of polystyrene stones fall on their head and they get crushed to death just like Cersei and Jamie. which is sorry a spoiler for Game of Thrones but you should have watched it by now no I, I, I think that Jenny's going to be fine but I, I really really hope we get some proper heartfelt dialogue between the two of them they've earned it they they were a brilliant couple and uh, it's nice that they've at least Johnny has realised there's going this. to be a speech that happens yeah Do, is it going to put Jenny off Leo is she going to be like I, I I can't. I I we said before we don't expect Leo to be a long term character or whatever. So there's got to be some reason that Jenny's going to give him the heave ho. Sorry, Even, um, I can't date you. Should have sooner. But I'm dead. <laughs> no, she's gonna be all right. She's gonna be all right. I don't know what else. Is, is there going to be any other curveball here? But because the thing is, honestly, anything can happen. Mm. If there's another character, you just could be walking along and just fall in the hole and die. I don't know. I don't know if if it with a curveball. I don't even want to make any predictions because it could be anyone. I I and I, I don't. I, I want to be surprised. So I don't want to think about it too is, much. Is are Imran and Toya going to get caught up with Harvey as he returns with the gun? And are they going to go look? Oh, it's it's Leanne. Shoot her, and then Natasha gets shot in the back of the head. <laughs> I hope is that Elsie, I hope that Imran and Toya have something more to do. Is Elsie of any significance? No. Is she going to burn down the flat? No. One thing I was thinking as I was watching this um, this week was Leo kept running around going, this whole side of the street is unsafe. Get out, get out while you can. This, anything, you know, this is not, it's not safe, this whole blah, blah, blah. I was thinking like, imagine, imagine if they just trashed that whole side of the street. The problem is, if that was going to happen, it would have been all over the press. Not that I've been um, watching any of the spoilers, would, have but I, I think it would have been unavoidable. And it, Unless they, we've yeah. wanted them to make they couldn't do sweeping it. changes to the street because I mean uh, uh, over the course of the first you know thirty years of Coronation Street history that side of the street yeah. was in constant flux wasn't yeah, it yeah pretty much um, but yeah when, when Leo was saying this you want to be somewhere else on the street yeah. that was really exciting well it was a shame that we didn't get scenes of like Yasmin being evacuated or or Sally and uh, or Rita yeah being lifted out of a because Rita's pool there. Or Rita's Rita flat is, is that yeah. side of the street. It's not yeah, that absolutely. far away from the sinkhole. Brian and Kathy as well. Factory. Factory can go in the sinkhole for all I can. It would be really so fantastic. But yeah, like you say, unless they... They couldn't do it. They really couldn't. That unless sort they, of thing unless you can't they do Unless they filmed it at the last minute. Mm. And then they... And then they only filmed the other side of the street for like two weeks. And then yeah. they demolished it after it screened... Yeah. So this is what. If I was a producer, I'd be racking my brain for how can I get rid of that side of the street with nobody noticing. That would be my big thing. I'd like just put green screen all over it. Yeah. And <laughs> let's get David Blaine in. He can do it. <laughs> just use, just use, um, just use mirrors like like that exactly. disappearing an elephant trick. That's how yeah. you disappear three houses. Oh um yeah no it's not gonna happen. It's not it? gonna yeah. happen. But what. Very exciting. It idea. would be fantastic. Like if if you wanted to go out with a bang. Yeah. Is this going to be in McLeod's swan song? I wonder. I don't know. I, I wonder. This this is a thing with with Emmerdale this week because it was filmed in the middle of the woods. You're not going to get any paps there spoiling it for you. It's are unfortunate you? that Coronation Street, although it is 
kind of remote in a sense. It's still overlooked by some very tall buildings. Yeah, you can see right in there. Yeah, if you if you wanted to, you can definitely tell. Especially if they bloody knocked down a bunch of buildings, it'd yeah. be very it's, obvious. Yeah. But um, I, 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 I'm still Unless interested. Unless they did it in a live episode. Maybe. <gasps> Wouldn't that be Surprise live episode. I'm looking forward to um, reading all of the plot synopses after Friday's episodes to see what was and what wasn't spoiled. Because I asked on the Facebook groups people to tell us after Monday's episode, so how much of this did you know? And, and a lot of it had been spoiled. Um, and apparently bits of it were in the trailer and everything. So um, I'm hoping that there is something that literally nobody knows there must be there must be these deaths won't have been spoiled were they it can't be otherwise people would be saying because we've been putting social media posts up and saying who's gonna die who's gonna die and nobody said um it's it's already been revealed it's so and so well yeah this is the trouble on our facebook group we have a pretty strict rule about spoilers um you're not really supposed to talk about them on the street sometimes they slip through the cracks but I will go on record to say that nobody spoiled anything on our Facebook group. Even if you think that they did, they didn't. Um, no, people have been speculating. But People um, have been speculating, also making jokes about what could possibly have happened. Yeah. Um, but we also also just wanted to say, I did, we, I did a poll on on Twitter and we've it's not finished yet. We've had, we've had 236 votes so far and I asked people to tell me and predict how many deaths they thought we'd get this week mm. and zero, zero has got 11.9%, one or two has got 71.2%, three to four has got 11% and five plus has got 5.9%. See, I, now I'm... here's a question, do you count the driver of the prison van because there was only one bloke who came to help um, yeah, that's true. He's gone, there's the, definitely two people he's involved. the fourth funeral of the tram crash week isn't they and so some of the people we've got um we had uh john saying if it's not more than five what a waste natasha already dead surely um jillian s said my money's on johnny and harvey and dave off to internet said harvey maybe a couple of others um halves has written Steve McDonald, hopefully. Um, <laughs> I think he's all right. He's, uh, he's Paul pretty safe. has said, please let Daisy fall down that hole. Now, I was surprised that um, she actually appeared today trying to get Jenny to not go down the hole. Did she? I, don't I think she was that. it. Was it her or Shona? I thought it was da- Daisy going, watch out, there's a hole. I don't know. I thought that was Shona. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. But um, there you go. That's uh, some of the comments. I've been thinking about about um, our, our theory that this was supposed to happen last year. And do you remember that there was some weird thing about um, the re- the reason that the brewery couldn't get knocked down was because of some... They were going to get some... Architectural thing? Yeah, and, and I wonder whether that was going to tie in to, to all this. And, oh, you can't have the area because the brewery destroyed or mm. something. I, I don't know. It, it, it really, really does feel like it should have happened last year, but... Oh well, it couldn't have happened exactly because there was obviously no Harvey last year or anything, and it wouldn't. It would have been Roy and uh, Ray, sorry, and um, yeah, and Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Ray's got away quite lightly, hasn't he? I keep expecting him to come back in some way, but um, he's washed his hands. He's gone, yeah. Right, um, I think we are done for the week. Like I said earlier on, we haven't got um news or feedback or anything. It's late. I need to get this episode up. Well, it's not. It's it's this week's episode, isn't it? But um, it's it's quick and um. Yeah, not not very not very well put together, but it's just our initial thoughts on the week so far, and and how much we're enjoying it. But um, it, it's not been perfect, but I, I've been very very happy with how it's been. Gemma, yep. 
we said everything already. You said everything already, everybody. So, um, I I hope more people enjoyed it than didn't. I've spoken to a few people at work and they they've enjoyed it. Um, I hope that Corey, <laughs> I I hope that the people involved in it, um, still feel proud of what they've put together and they don't listen to the criticism too much. But then, you know, as I say, we, we criticise all the time. And, and this that, is the that, trouble. And, and those times, I want them to hear my criticism. Yeah. You just can't, you cannot win. You can't win. You can only do your best. Um, they've still, they're still working under restrictions for COVID to a certain extent. I mean, this this week it was um, it was very clear Probably that... lots of tests. Yeah, testing to, up to the eyeballs. The um, this is a big, big stunt, stunt week. Um, we love stunt weeks. Yeah, it's, this is the sort of thing that we like in Corrie. But not everybody does, but that's fine because stunt weeks don't happen every week. So 51 weeks out of the year, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope it made for a, an enjoyable podcast as well, because I'm sure if we're just moaning or just generally apathetic to... towards the week's episodes, it's probably not as exciting a podcast to listen to. I never want to. to give the impression that we believe that our opinions are the only ones that are make sense and sometimes sometimes they say i say it um but i hope that people understand that it's it's fine to have a different opinion i really don't think that we need to get mad with each other about it um the only thing i don't like is when somebody has to insert their opinion on twitter if you're saying that you like something i don't understand it's like a moth to a flame there was an awful lot of raining on our parade this week you really don't need to find seek out a tweet where somebody says they like something, to tell them specifically that you didn't like it. Start your own thread of moaners. And we've done this before. We've done this. Start your thread of moaning and have at it. But equally, if somebody's got their thread of moaning, we don't need you to come and say, well, I liked her. If you don't like her, you don't have to watch it. Mm. It's okay for everyone to have their own opinions and to disagree with one another. But let's not tell each other what to think. That's what I don't like. Yeah. I'm not telling. I'm not. We're not ever telling you what to think. No, hopefully not. Um, but it's very easy to get to fall into the trap of like, well, obviously, <laughs> obviously that was good. <laughs> I know, I know. Or obviously that was silly. I I just feel very very happy that um I I enjoyed it because the, this year for me has still been a pretty pants year on Coronation Street. I think there's there's been a lot to criticise for me bits that haven't gone the way i'd want to bits that i found boring bits that i've um that have got me mad so it's I, i'm really really over the moon with that this is right up my street really and uh, i'm really really looking forward to friday's episode i cannot wait and, um, <laughs> i hope we can have a good I'm, time watching I'm it with just your mum and dad just, well, we need to take some of that black tape with us and stick it over your mum and dad's mouths while we're How watching rude. it <laughs> my dad won't be watching it i can tell you that for nothing <laughs> Right, shall we Shall we go now? Do please, everybody, write in with your feedback. Um, despite my protestations uh, and please on the uh, on the last few podcasts, we still haven't had very many emails recently, so get your thoughts in about this week's Corrie. We may possibly be able to do a little bit of recording after Friday nights as a, like a little... Um, a little addendum to this week's podcast, but um, we, we can't make any promises. But if not, we'll be back the weekend after next. We're not, we can't do a bonus podcast midweek next week, so this could very well be the last podcast you get from us for a week and a half. Uh, but we'll be putting some of the old bits on YouTube as always. And um, yeah, yeah, maybe look out for something from us on Saturday morning. 
You don't know. Uh, um, in the meantime, send us emails to conversationstreet at gmail.com. Give us a like on Twitter. Follow us there. Tell your friends about us. Give us a review on iTunes. Five stars would be lovely, please. We're on Instagram. We're on Patreon. We just released our Patreon episode this week, which is Halloween-themed. It was our top five scariest Coronation Street characters. You that won't just believe came out. my number one. Oh, you won't believe your number two. You um, won't believe my number five. <laughs> no. Um... So um, if if you if you like this podcast and you just can't get enough, then maybe you would uh, consider supporting us on Patreon, and then you can hear more of us ranting on about lovely Coronation Street things. Facebook as well. Brilliant Facebook group. Hello to everyone on yep. Facebook group. I really really wish that I could say more on Facebook group. I feel permanently Neglectful. guilty that how much I neglect the Facebook group but um, there's they a wonderful wonderful community there um, yeah having they lots of fun and, and chatting and theorising and, and generally being very very nice to each other so if you're listening to this and you want to chat with like minded people um, go and join our group it's lovely and thank you to everybody at Coronation Street if you are listening for putting together a fun week so far. Very exciting. Don't screw it up on Friday. Um, oh, really... I forgot to say, we didn't score this week's episodes, no. did we? Or get character of the week. I'm going to wait. We're not going to do it. We're going to see, like, because we did day by day this week, whenever we decide to talk about Friday's episodes, whenever we're able, we will, I think, rank the week as a whole then, and then we'll go on to the next week. So uh, I... I I, I couldn't possibly score it after no. after today. It it could go either way. But just to point out, there's a hard work, these stunts. They take a long time to film. Um, they've had to have all these different units, four different directors, very ambitious. Hard work, night shoots, no, no fun, screws up your schedule. Um, so thank you, everybody, for putting in the efforts. Yes. From the actors to the directors to the... Um, makeup people, wardrobe, everybody, all the people involved. Um, the digital team. Even though we we moaned about some parts, we really appreciate everybody's yeah, just, work. Just, um, okay, yeah, just, yeah, I hope the sound is, is better. I, I want to be able to hear every word of that dialogue on Friday. It's not, really, that was That was unreal, really yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. And it, it wasn't just us. We saw lots of people online saying, I can't well, hear what these re- people really are saying. Well, that's really the only reason I thought it was, it was kind of worth mentioning because it wasn't just us. No, no. And if you think you're going deaf, I don't think, unless some the, the Russians have unleashed some kind of sonic weapon, <laughs> which is possible. Could be, could be. Right, we are going to go because I'm going to get this episode uploaded before I go to bed tonight and it's already quite late and I've got to go to school tomorrow. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this, everybody. We will be back whenever we can be. Yep. Fingers crossed that Friday's episode is going to be good. And if you didn't like Monday or Friday or Wednesday, maybe you will still like Friday. Maybe. I don't know. And, oh, look, gonna be and even if you don't like this week, it will be there will be a point at which Corey will be bang on for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. It has its peaks and its troughs. Yeah. You're never going to like it all the time. Yep. Um, but if you are, then I'm jealous. Unless you're Ian McLeod's mum. <laughs> yeah, she, very she proud. loves it, doesn't she? Right, goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Tara from me, Tara from her, Tara from Abby. And um, that's it. The music it. for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>